Welcome to episode one of the Daniel White Show. We're winging it right here. Um, <laughs> I have my brother here with me, my brother Dusty May. What's up? What's up? Anthony Dusty May, for those who don't know, um, right. he's going to be co-hosting on this show with me probably for the remainder of our lease. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I start the show as we're getting ready to end our end our living situation together. But we've been talking about it for years. I Finally know. I think I started talking about this podcast like. It was easily last year. It's been longer than a year, I'm pretty sure. It probably has Or at been. least when you first mentioned that you wanted to do it. You know what? Fuck you. That's not very nice. Eventually, I got around to it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, how, how was your day been now you just got back in? Yeah, it was good. Um, stayed with my girlfriend last night. Yeah. So. yeah what the fuck? My, grandma, my grandma actually asked about you. Did she? This morning, How's yeah. she doing? She's I was good. thinking about that. She I haven't made, seen them in forever. She made me some pancakes. I haven't eaten breakfast over there in so fucking long. I know you usually just go for dinners. Yeah, so I went and watched her car this morning because I'm the best grandson in the world. What kind of car does she have now? A white Versa. Really? Yeah, she got it from CarMax <laughs> last year. She was <laughs> like, I just need the cheapest thing you have. Because <laughs> she her Volkswagen broke, which, I mean, it's a Volkswagen. Yeah. Um, but she was like, look, I just need a car. I go to grocery store church. And the doctor's yeah, it's true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, anyways, you know, this will be an introduction to you and me. This is the first episode. You're gonna be a bunch of a bunch of you're gonna be in a bunch of episodes of Daniel White Show because yeah. we do a lot of things together. So right. people need to know who you are. Oh, <laughs> the light just flickered. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna die. But we're gonna do an icebreaker. All right, and go. I gotta answer it too. So this is this is be fair fair for both of us. All right, who's going first? You um, I'm gonna ask. So you're going first. Okay. Okay, so, okay. Hold on, going down. Okay, what card or board games do you like to play? Oh my god, um, I haven't played one in a while. I stick to primarily like video games. It's. <laughs> that's, you I love know, that's like mainly what I do. Yeah, true. It's cool because we have a bunch of like board games and that we never play. That we do not play. Um, I don't know. Like thinking back to when I used to play board games. Uh, sorry was always a good classic sorry like, i don't i don't like i've never been a big fan of like the long ass board games right so like monopoly and shit like nah i ain't got time for all I've that i've always wanted I'm to play a game of monopoly and everything uh, see and i can't do it i'm too impatient i don't have i don't have patience for that i don't either um but i've always wanted and then play. you have to math and i don't i don't math well so <laughs> All I need is like to cut up to six, so I know how many spaces to go. Like, oh, then you got your fingers out counting on your hands. You just like one, two. Is no, that right? So I, I would say sorry. As far as card games, I do enjoy playing card games. Yeah, um, card games are sick. Yeah, but I mean, as far as like, like I used to play when I was in high school. We used to play like Texas Hold'em a lot. Yeah, that counts. Yeah, yeah. So and then. um I don't know, like rummy and yeah. stuff like that. Like we used to play that a lot whenever we were younger. So I've always wanted how to play those games. I never did. Really? Yeah, I know. I can't play poker. I don't know how to play test. I don't know how to play any of that. <laughs> I've always been around when they have been played. I think my dad used to play it. What about like War? Have you ever played? Oh war? yeah, War. Yes, okay. those games like War, Go Fish. War's still pretty fun though. But it's not poker. You know what I I'm mean, saying? Well, yeah, true. Yeah. You've never played like blackjack. Uh, blackjack, yes. Okay, well that counts. Is that sort as a style of? of I mean, poker? that's like a. I mean, it's not. I don't know if you'd really consider it poker, but they play it in like casinos. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, for sure. For so sure. it's like a, you know, like like a, a more legit actual card game. Right, right, so. right. Blackjack is very easy to play, and it's also very easy to lose. Exactly. So Twilight Texas Hold'em, you have a little bit more control. See, I need to learn how to play that. I have no clue. I have, I have no clue. I can show you. It's right. not hard. We're gonna bet rent. 
<laughs> Hell no. <laughs> I can probably get lucky and win that one game. All right, so your turn. Okay, so honestly, the first thing that came to mind when I saw that question is I like playing Scrabble. You know, I am, Scrabble is fun. I'm a Scrabble fan. And your um, dad likes to play. Or he used to. My dad used, used to, to like roast people yeah. in Scrabble. Like and I, chess. He used to love to play chess. I didn't get those skills from him. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here uh, They're playing you know, Spilling car and shit You know what I'm saying Like very small Simple words Spilling good <laughs> I'm just like Yo 12 points <laughs> Bitch I got on that triple word You feel me See that's a, I like Scrabble too But that's the other thing About Scrabble Is it can take A while sometimes That's so, very true Yahtzee Yahtzee's fun I like to play Yahtzee I don't remember playing Yahtzee I know we had it Back when we lived At the Yahtzee's Ohio pretty fun stuff, And it's kind of like it's It's like a I mean, I guess it's not really a board game because you don't play it on a board. Yeah, but yeah. It's like a card. I thought you did play it on the board. I don't think you did. Oh, is it no, just it's dice? like you. Sh- yeah, you just shake up the dice and you have to. Damn, you roll it on sure the board. I'm pretty sure I forgot like how to do Yahtzee. I thought you roll it on the board. Look it up. I'm looking up right now. I'm pretty sure Yahtzee is like where you have like five die or dice, however you say it. So I'm getting ready for my spelling skills right here. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's where like it's like a card game. It's like so you basically have like one I guess it would be one through five or something like that. And you get like like how it like you you go through like one okay. to like right. I don't know what the highest is. I have no clue. But like you're trying to get like the most ones. That's right. You're so right. So like if you roll like yeah. four ones, then that's gonna be like the ultimate ones that you can that you can get would be four i think gotcha. i don't even it's no, been a while it it's been a minute there's, but there's yeah. definitely the, i do remember it's kind of fun yeah because it's i guess not at all like a card game so yeah i don't I, know I mean, what i was thinking i i was thinking that you have like two pair and three pair but i could be wrong i don't right. know it's, it's been a minute yeah it's right. been a minute i stick to video games yeah i was about to say so. that's why we stick to video games you <laughs> know what i'm saying but it's crazy because I, what's the board game where it had like the the triangles <laughs> on the board you know what I'm saying? Remember that game? I'm pretty sure that was Sorry. No. No, it was not Sorry. I can't remember. I think I remember what you're talking about, though. Was it the one that you, like, popped the thing? Oh, no, that was, um, um, uh, uh, the, the, the bubble in the middle. We yeah. played that a lot, too, Yeah, actually. we played that a lot. I can't remember what that was. I can't remember. Was that Sorry? No. So- sorry's the one that you have, like... The little weird... The little weird. Yeah, it almost things. looks like a sort of like, like a, a chess piece or something. Yes, like, like a like pawn, a, sort of. But yeah, you're right. Like a very miniature size wide base pawn, <laughs> a fat ass pawn, <laughs> fat ass. or like a water <laughs> dripping, but like it just like stops. It looks like it's a water droplet. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> Anyways, those are our board games and stuff. Scrabble and um, Texas Hold'em. Yeah, Game, I mean, right? yeah, I mean, that's it. Pretty much, yeah. I puzzle. I don't. I don't fuck around with puzzles. Again, puzzles, patience. You mean like as like, far as like puzzle pieces? Yeah. Okay. I mean, because I guess some people might put that in the same category well, as like a strategy a board game, game. I guess you or, can call that. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't. I mean, like the idea of it's cool, but <laughs> I'm like, give me a five year old puzzle. <laughs> like, I need a big old where it's got like six pieces and they're big ass pieces and I'm like I'm like a happy kid because I, I get to see the outcome and it don't take long. This happy meal so puzzle. I ain't gotta like <laughs> I, I ain't gotta really work for it. Like that's why I got a real job. I work there. Oh, yeah. Dang he's 
he is absolutely shedding some <laughs> some um, shade on some people who like puzzles, man. No, nothing. I'm not saying anything against people that like puzzles. Actually, more props to him because, like, I think it's good to have patience, and I've, I've learned, like, obviously throughout very the years. True. But also, as I get older, I feel like I get less and less patience, especially when it comes to just the general population. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't your dad like puzzles? I, I, he used to. Yeah, I don't, okay, I don't know I if he still that. does, but okay. he used to like. We used to do them together, so yeah. that was kind of cool. Like yeah. uh, every now and then, it was something that me and my dad could do together, and it was one of those that like, I guess how like a lot of people do it, but they like start on a big puzzle and they just over time come over time. back to it. Yeah, and, I remember your dad. But I then mean, I'd just be like, I can't do this shit right I now. I love you. Like as hell for doing. It's, like, this it's been right six now. minutes and I'm already. <laughs> I can't find the corner pieces. Like the fuck. I'm just like I'm. I'm. I guess I'm basically like the new age generation. Like I want, like the happy outcome, and I want it now. I want it instantly. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I guess I I don't know what it is. I I can I can do it, but it's weird because I really do like strategy type stuff. Right. Like I do like to think about stuff. I like the challenge. When you play video games stuff like that, you play very. It's yeah, but I don't with a puzzle. It's just there's not really. It's not really strategy. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, this shit is just like, it's like needle in a haystack type shit. Like oh, I've got to find this one corner piece out of this thousand piece puzzle. Scraping through. Not good. Props to people that do it. Only psychos just go out and want to find a thousand piece puzzle. Yeah, like, like I really would like to just like sit down and pick somebody's brain that's just like a hardcore puzzler. Like I feel like those are the kind of people that could end up being like serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> like well thought out plans like haven't got caught because they're like that. I mean, honestly, yes. Yeah. I think so. This one's like me, you know what? I'm doing my weekend. Look it up. I need to see some of the the past serial killers. We're like, yeah, see if they were like into puzzles and shit. Yeah, we got some research to do after this. (laughs) But if you couldn't tell, guys, we've known each other for a very long time. (laughs) Yep, yep. Since literally since you were in diapers. Yeah, I was two years old. I was telling someone that 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 today, actually, of how long we've known each other. And this episode is going to be based around our relationship because a lot of people don't know that. I still remember the, the first time. It's crazy because, I, I as you know, like I have a terrible memory when it comes to certain things. <laughs> it's very true, people. <laughs> but like, there's certain things, like especially older things from that back in the day, that I can remember so vividly. Like, like if I could draw worth a damn anymore, like I feel like I could draw it out, and that's exactly how it looked. Right. Like that's how vivid it is. But I remember, and I don't even know what these things are called, but I remember the first time I met you, and I don't think it was the first time we, I'd ever been over to your dad's apartment, because this is back when he lived in that apartment off of Main Street. Yep. Long, yep. long time ago. It was a tour now, my lady. There's what? They tore him down. Oh, really? Yeah, recently. Yeah. But um, I remember the first time I went over there, because I was young, too. I don't, I mean, if you were two, I was then I was, two, what's our then age you difference? were, let's see, you're 30. I'm 32. You're 32, I'm 28. So but you years. just turned 28. I just turned 28 in February. And I'll be 33 in October. This year, so we're four or yeah. five years. <clears throat> so, however old I was, like I said, I don't like math. I want to so. say you were probably <laughs> seven. You Anyways, probably- I mean, I was young, but I, I still remember it because, like, that's one good thing. I feel that like this is kind of off topic, and then I'll finish out that story real quick. But that's one thing that I feel like has made us so close. Like, I have two older brothers i have yes, uh, sparky and jonathan sparky's you know our, our oldest we have you yes know, yes two yeah, older we, brothers we definitely. So, um we as far as me and jonathan and sparky they have the same dad 
right. I have a separate dad. Right. Uh, so we're, I guess, technically considered half brothers, but I mean, fuck all that. We don't there's, do that. There's, there's, yeah. We don't do that. Um, but I was never like Jonathan is seven years older than me, and right. Sparky's nine, and so. I, I guess with us being closer in age and then obviously, you know, it was later on in life. So that way, whenever, you know, my mom and your dad got together, yeah. we spent, you know, we had to spend a lot of time around yeah, each other. Have but, a, have a choice. but yeah, we just kind of clicked anyway. But yeah, so what I remember was, and I don't remember what these things are called, <laughs> but they were like before. these blocks. They All of them look like they're different colors and all of them look like little field goal posts. Yeah. Like sort of. <laughs> <laughs> or like like the shape of like an H, but like wider. Right, right, right. So, and I remember sitting on the floor, like playing with you, like with those for yeah. however long. So in the kitchen, I, I can kind of remember that. Kind yeah. of, I was young as fuck. Yeah, I was you were super, super young. young. But yeah, dude, I I can remember it like it was yesterday. Absolutely, absolutely, and that's kind of what I want to talk about is like just how we've been, in, <clears> you know, as far as an interracial kind of family, you know. Yeah, I mean. Up. I don't know. I I guess I feel like for us, it's always been... Well, see, because especially like your... Well, okay. So, kind of a rundown. When I first met Daniel, that's when my mom was dating your dad. Her. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, they had quit dating. Yes. I can't remember. I do remember because, that. Mom, I love you, but if you hear this, she's an idiot <laughs> and decided to go back to a terrible person that yes. she was with before. I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't remember how long the span was, but it was for several years. Right. Yes, and I do remember that. Luckily, thankfully, you know, your your dad still loved my mom. Yeah. And still wanted to be with her and gave her that other chance. So between that time, your dad had. I don't know if he married or if he, he was with. I think he didn't marry because she had like two. I remember that her name was Tammy as well. But she um, was a, a white woman. Yes. So and she had kids. She had two kids. You know. So that. it was. Sorry, I get off topic when it comes to no, stuff, you're good, but you're it good. comes back around. It's all relevant. So it's. <clears throat> I feel like for us, we both since a very young age, like never really saw color. Yeah. Because I mean, it was a part of our family. It was a part of our life. Like yeah. for me specifically. Like, when my mom and dad split up, like, it was before I had even, like, was really in daycare. Yeah. <clears throat> so, it was, like, me, my mom, and my two older brothers. Mm-hmm. And I guess, like, for me, really, it was more so, like, we lived in, well, we lived in several different places. Mm-hmm. But uh, as I was getting to that age where I was old enough to start remembering and, you know, like, five, six-ish, you know, like, early elementary, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um where you start to kind of develop your own person to an extent. Yeah. Um, I Like, I was one of the only white people around. Yeah. I mean, you, you so, grew up in the... Yeah, like, I, didn't, I just... didn't have... The only white friend that I had at that time was whenever I would come to my dad's. I would go to my okay. dad's, I think it was every other weekend. Yeah. And there was a, uh, a kid that lived in the neighborhood named Devin. Okay. And his little brother, Jordan. And uh, they were pretty much like the only white friends that I had. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, for the longest time, I mean, that's where, like, you know, I used to get in a lot of fights <laughs> when I was younger. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because back then, you know, back in the day, you know, I say it like I'm, I'm 40 or 50, but <laughs> I mean, I'm still old enough, like, that a lot of the younger generation doesn't remember where, like, I mean... People were still getting shot up and stuff, but I mean, it was the way I remember it was like you, you just fought, you know, yeah. it's just, you know, you fought, you got your, you know, you settled your shit out, you know, and that was it. That was it. 
But um, I, I like I specifically remember, and this was during the time between after my mom and your dad had split up the first time, mm-hmm. and the guy that she was dating, I think it was his sister, lived in what I would call like kind of not really the projects, but just like that type of atmosphere. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, you know, like low income type, you know, whatever, which, you know, I was young. I didn't give a shit, you know, like I didn't care. Yeah. And like I said, back then, I mean, it was cool as shit. It was like back then to me, it was kind of like that part of the neighborhood where, and I know for a lot of, a lot of, you know, not to make it about a race thing, but a lot of white people don't really get to experience this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was back then when, like, you know, they got grills, like, right outside the front of the complex, you know, drinking Kool-Aid. Yeah. You know, listening to some, you know, old school, the good rap from back in the day, you know, just just chilling on a summer day, you know? Like, I mean, that shit was was where it was at back in the day. But um, I remember, like, one of the first times I went over there, I also played football. Right. Well... Uh, Coach Ed, uh, which I haven't seen or talked to that man in forever, but one of my favorite people that I've ever met my right. whole life. He was a huge influence on me when I played football when I was younger. Um, <clears throat> but uh, Cheryl, I think her name was, was uh, Felton, who was, was who my mom was dating, was who lived in, in uh, this complex. Okay. okay. And um, she had two boys, uh, Rayshawn and Deshawn. Mm-hmm. And Deshaun was the younger boy, and Rayshawn played. He was the same age as me, so we played football together. So we became, like, really cool. Okay. So, like, that's one of the – I used to go over there and hang out with them all the time. Like, my mom would drop me off, vice versa. Like, they'd come over to our place. Um, but, yeah, I remember the first time I went over there and I was hanging out with them, and we were kind of walking down the sidewalk, like, in front of the, you know, the complex. Uh one of the guys, one of the younger kids that lived there came up and was like talking shit because I was a white kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And right. um, like I said back then, I mean, you know, so <laughs> I, 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 ended up, I ended up fighting him and, you know, not necessarily beating his ass, you know, because, you know, your kids. Yeah. You know, but I guess you could say, you know, quote unquote, winning the fight. Yeah. And uh, gain that respect. And That's nobody crazy. else. Yeah. Nobody else fucked with me from then. So because, a lot of people around you when that happened? I mean, there was always people outside. Yeah. Like in the. Oh, this is a, this <clears> in the neighborhood. This was in like the, for lack of a better term, I, I'm going to say like the projects. Because yeah. it wasn't like apartments like what we live in. Right. It's like the low income. Um, like it's one building. It's all like very small apartments, but mm-hmm. a lot of them. And it's just, you know, like one little stairway that comes out of the front of each one of these, you know, little buildings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. uh, so nothing much to it. Just, right. you know. Uh, but yeah, so there was always people outside, mm-hmm. you know, there was just cause it's a, a big community in these buildings. Right. Uh, but that was, you know, luckily that was the only time I ever got messed with. And, uh, you know, maybe it was also cause I was a kid, but, and you know, I don't, I think a lot of people get this, uh, this, I, I don't know what to call it, but this idea in their minds that like a project area or something maybe it is nowadays because the world's fucking crazy nowadays yeah but like i don't ever remember it being there being like a drug issue or there being like you know like any kind of a violent issue like i fondly remember it as like just good times like it was just you know a bunch of broke ass people you know that (laughs) were having fun you know the best way that they could do it you know like I remember, like, one of, we thought one of the coolest things was 
because uh, Kool-Aid was obviously huge back then, and especially for like you know lower income type families, you right, know. Right. So it was like, but we would do like let's say you did like uh, grape Kool-Aid, but then you would make other Kool-Aid and freeze the cubes because you know this is back then before like refrigerators with ice makers in them was really yeah. a thing, yeah. and the only people that had them was like rich you know people. rich people. Yeah. So we would fruit we would freeze like like the grape flavor Kool-Aid and put it in like the fruit punch Kool-Aid. Right. Like in the mix. So. But yeah, so that's just kind of a, a run down there. But that's where I kind of I guess got my whole not necessarily interracial thing, but where I've never really seen color. Right. Right. Like, right. I I mean it's I was born and raised kind of into it and yeah. and i'm incredibly thankful that i was that's badass um uh, because i feel like if there was a lot more people that 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 happened to um that it would change people's minds on, on how they feel about things yeah absolutely, absolutely. um i mean you know race and all that shit is a whole nother issue but yeah. Uh, but yeah, for me, I mean, it was like, but I've, I mean, I've always pretty much been the, you know, it's like, you've heard me say, uh, the only people I discriminate against is stupid. <laughs> so <laughs> like, I, I don't care what you believe. Yeah. I don't care what your sex, uh, you know, your sexual orientation orientation yeah, yeah, is yeah, or sure, what you prefer. Sure. Like, yeah. I just be happy. Don't, you know, don't. Don't be hateful to other people. Yeah, just be a and you know, just person. live your life. Yeah, you know, like live business. your life how you want to live it. You Absolutely. know, like who am I to sit here and tell you, you Do know, you like, want. yeah, like I don't agree or disagree with any of it. Just don't be stupid and you know, don't do stupid things. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. I think you come in as an advantage of growing up in that kind of uh, atmosphere. So yeah, for sure, I, I definitely think, and and I think that my generation in general, you know, and obviously racist, you know still an issue it, it has not gone away despite you know what no, people want to tell themselves not. but um i think that my generation or i'd like to think that my generation was one of the generations that started kind of recognizing you know that it was because we were kind of like right before the big technology you know like yeah. internet like we we were the I was a part of the generation that grew up with the internet, but it was the dial-up, like where you had AOL. You get them AOL free trial CDs in the mail. To pop those bad boys yeah, in, yeah. bro. Sitting there on the dial-up, you know, going into a, you know, going into a chat room ASL. Bro, <laughs> shout out to the AIM day. Actually, so, MSN too. I love that. Shit and that was, day. yeah. I mean, that was kind of to me. That was kind of like when the big kind of internet boom yeah. thing happened. Yeah. Was like with with like AOL, and then. Uh, eventually branched off and became obviously what it is today. But That's fucking crazy. Yeah. So I think that we still had my generation around my generation still had that. Um, we grew up sort of with technology, but not as advanced as it is today. Yeah. So we still had a lot of you know face to face. Yeah, you were still like outside experiences. doing things and like yeah. you know, this, it was it was it was it was. No, I mean like texting wasn't a thing. No, you know, what I mean like. Not. This is back when like cell phones were like you still had some of the ones that were in bags or you had the uh, the Zach Saved by the Bell like you know big block phone type thing. <laughs> the internet yeah. everything. Yeah. So um, now I mean I, I say that, but then also you know I also had 
you know, it was when, do you remember like the first Nokia kind of where you could change the faceplate on it and oh, it had I Snake that. on it? Yes. And everybody and their mother was playing Snake like all the time. Absolutely. But yeah, so I, I think that that was one of the big things uh, for for us. Like, I, dude, I am so incredibly thankful on how I've grown up and how I was raised because I got to see different sides of, of not everything, yeah. but, you know, I got to see the you know lower income living off of food stamps like right you know seeing my mom you know cry and worry because she didn't know if she was going to be able to you know feed her kids Either, yeah i remember that when we told i me mean about and, that. and don't get me wrong yeah it's sad you know and but i wouldn't have changed it for the world yeah. like i think it's helped build me into who i am today right 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 and uh not to say that i'm some you know like you know amazing person yeah i mean not to say that i'm like the epitome of what you know a good person is or you know a perfect person you know but i think you're amazing well thanks i'm joking (laughs) (laughs) let's be real (laughs) but not so uh yeah so for me i feel like i it's never been an issue like um now i will say this there was a time especially when i got to um and i'll admit this and you know some of my friends probably would or would not admit this but there was a time where i guess as i was like teenage early adult where a lot of people thought it was cool to use the n-word you know with the a you know like even just joking around you know like obviously with no malintent to it right 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 you know and so you're i was everybody's impressionable to an extent you oh, know so i was I just know. like you know well whatever it's cool you know? or like like i used to you know back in the day i used to call people faggots but it wasn't like it wasn't because i was calling them gay no it's, a, it's like a stupid you know and, and, and i'm not saying that it was uh you know i've i've done a lot of reflecting back on it and you know it's in that time and it doesn't make an excuse but uh i didn't realize like just how hurtful that is yeah yeah absolutely you know like no matter how i meant it like to uh other people you know whether it be a gay person or a black person or whatever else you know whatever slang that you're using just to basically call somebody stupid but you could have just called them stupid (laughs) yeah Um, (laughs) absolutely like I, I meant it with no malintent towards what it was always used for. Right, right, right. But at the time, I didn't really stop to think like there's like history behind a word. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of people still don't get that. Like a lot of people, you know, like let's just for instance. Sorry, this has become sort of a real podcast. But. Yo, no, it's, it's always been real. This is exactly what <laughs> yeah, I wanted yeah, to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, like some people. Uh, don't understand why like black people will use the n-words like with each other but yet if somebody else uses it then it's like the way that i look at it is like that's y'all's word to use however you want to use it yeah like i agree and and it should be like at the very least like that like african-americans have earned that right yeah like like (laughs) i mean after you know like and a lot of people are like well but you know this generation didn't go through slavery and everything like that i'm like yeah but that doesn't mean that they don't still go through what what black people for however long have had to go through in this country even after slavery for sure you know i mean and 
like i just i hate that shit i yeah. can't stand it like it's a big issue right now yeah yeah but um i mean i went through that stage i mean yes i was young you know yeah. and i wasn't really thinking about how what i say or do affect could affect you know people around me You're a little teenager and yeah that's, that's which i mean again you know like i wish that i wouldn't have done it but right. I'm, I'm thankful for the fact that i at least took the time to realize that mm-hmm. you know I mean, I'm the kind of person people can call me whatever the fuck they want. Like, I don't, you know, but I don't, but at the same time, like, I don't have the history of, you know, like, again, like, like you didn't go through slavery, right? right. but you had ancestors that did, Oh yeah, absolutely. you know, and that's something that like, I think as far as for a culture for African-Americans anyway, like that should be something that they should be able to hang on to because it's like, you know you know our race did have to go through something like that yeah you know and so i feel like y'all can use whatever the fuck you want <laughs> no, i mean don't get bit. me wrong i mean i still you know like white black you know hispanic whatever like if you're stupid you're stupid yeah. so like people that do stupid shit like to me you're still stupid yeah. like i don't, I don't give a damn call you an idiot you know, you know exactly. what I'm saying? yeah that's like, like that's what i will call you yeah. an idiot, you're being or, an idiot. Or a fucking dumbass or yeah. something i love using dumbass but uh, i mean same thing goes with um the word you know for just while we're talking about it but for retarded oh yeah yeah, yeah. you yeah, know that like that used to too. be a big thing a lot of people use that yep. you know like i feel like I, it kind of pisses me off and and also to an extent i kind of understand it because I grew up as part of a generation that you did have to like really work for things, you know, and yeah, yeah. Uh, so now people refer to, you know, the newer generations as the snowflakes, Yeah, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Now, don't get me wrong. It does drive me crazy because like we'll get younger generations like at my job that come in and start working and it's like they immediately want to get you know as much as i'm making oh they're entitled to yeah like they they feel like they're entitled to something that they haven't even worked for right like that's what pisses me off about a lot of the younger newer generation Mm -hmm. is that because it it comes across especially to the older generation i kind of understand where they're coming from that the newer generation can make a big deal out of something and then it's like the government or whoever else is afraid that it's gonna you know they're gonna lose whatever yeah so they've got to change it to appease them yeah and again like I'm all for equal rights for everybody. Women, I mean, like, it's like I am so for, and I'm I'm so happy that times are changing, and of course they're not completely changed, mm-hmm. and it's going to take work for you know the rest of all of our lives uh, to keep it that way. Uh, but hopefully for future generations it'll be the norm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like you know the women's World Cup. I mean like how many World That's Cups safe. have they gone and, and won? <laughs> won. <laughs> or just think about it like everybody thinks about it business wise. Yeah. Like the amount of money that they've brought in. In like I, I can't remember what the stat was, but I don't even think it was the finals match. It was the one against France. Oh, women had team? more people watching it than the than the NBA finals. Yeah. But yet they don't get paid the same as the males, and the males fucking suck. They're terrible. Yes, <laughs> like, <laughs> they're absolutely terrible. Like, come on, like it's bullshit. But anyway, so I mean, I'm all for like, you know, I, I love the fact that finally it's yeah. it it feels like it's starting to you know right. go at least in the right direction. Right. Um, but I am still a part of that older generation. I feel like you know there is a lot of the newer generation that doesn't want to work for anything they they feel like they they it's like they come out just feeling like they're owed something yeah and they've got this attitude of like like you owe me this mm-hmm. like, Motherfucker, i don't know you shit, you, shit yeah, you, you ain't earned nothing mm. but uh 
yeah so we got like way off topic there but no you're good dude i love it i love when you go off topic <laughs> yeah, i've lived with you for obviously this I do, is man. five years I can, I can make this show last four hours you, do. you really could <laughs> which is why i'm glad you're big coach. i think you have a lot of good ideas and i don't think a lot of people because a lot of people always ask me about you you know what i'm saying yeah. like you're a mystery a lot of people i was like he's just doing his own thing that's yeah. he was out with us back in the day you know yeah what I'm i mean i you know it's and even then i guess it, it wasn't weird but we're younger there's yeah y'all i mean there is an age gap there yeah. But back in the day, like one of the biggest things I love about our group of friends is that um, we didn't have to do a lot of the stupid, crazy shit yeah. to have fun. Right, right, right. You know, like we could, you know, and everybody's old enough now that hopefully nobody's parents is going to get mad. <laughs> but, you know, we were smart about the way that we did things. You yeah. know, like we would drink, you know, yeah. and, you know, smoke or do whatever. But we were like, it was. It was like the epitome of what, like, ever since, you know, back in the day, shout out to, like, Justin Johnson and yeah, shout out to Justin for sure. Darren and all of them. Like, we used to just be able to chill at a house and have a good time. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> we didn't have to go out and do crazy shit. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I mean, not that we didn't do some crazy <laughs> shit. <laughs> let's, let's go. I got to think of some stories. Yeah. That you I told mean, not me. that we didn't do some crazy <laughs> shit, but I mean, like, some of the most fun I've ever had is, like, we would just be chilling at Justin's and playing music and yeah. just, you know, drinking, not drinking like too crazy, you know, yeah. just having some beers and hanging out, man. Yeah. And like, for me, so a little bit of my history going back to when I lived with my dad, my dad was single for a long time uh, and a lot of times, and, and nobody better fucking judge my dad because if you do, I'll fight you because my dad's <laughs> like my best friend in the world. He is the Nano. best. Shout out to Terry. But um, my dad, like they would have parties, like they would have, you know, him and his friends would have like parties at the house, you yeah. know? And he's a bit, he's real big into like beach music and shagging and stuff. Yeah. But like they would come in and like they would all have such a good time, but it would never get crazy. Yeah. So I guess like I always had that idea of my in my mind. Like I would have fun even as a kid because it wasn't so crazy and rambunctious yeah. that like that's kind of what I always wanted, you know, if I was going to get together with a bunch of my friends. Like that's what I wanted to do, yeah. you know, like. I, I was never really huge on like the bar scene you know yeah. i mean i did it Same. you know um i had a couple friends that i did it with and it could be fun yeah. you know At but times. when you know and a lot of times a, more of the bar hopping thing i think it's better if it's just like like you and maybe one or two other people yeah but it can be a pain in the ass it's when it's like group. if you got like five or six people yeah, I mean. and so like going back to like our group you know like we we have and you know which it's I, I don't know if it would even if I would say it's gotten smaller, but people have gotten older. Yeah, so it's going off you know. But I mean, we were there was a lot of us back in the day, sure, you know. Yeah, was, and we used to. Was. I mean, and people probably think it's stupid, and even I have thought it was stupid like sometimes. But the amount of hours that we've spent at the Palladium, yeah. yeah, or sitting in front of Starbucks, and but this is this is the thing that I think is cool about it is that. I think it goes to show that we weren't a rambunctious group at a young age yeah. because, I mean, that's public property. Like, they could have easily kicked us off yeah. for being crazy. Yeah. But absolutely. they didn't. You know, like, they were always super cool with it. Yeah. So, uh, I don't, I, I mean, I, I loved those times. I mean, those were some of my favorite times. Came all the time. I remember you actually, before you kind of started hanging out with us, you would always ask me, like, why are y'all hanging out at the Palladium all the time? Yeah, just because I was like, but, what is there to do? Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I didn't realize at that time, too, that so many of your friends were into music. Yeah, heavy into You music. know, or did music, mm -hmm. you know? And I, like, I thought it was just like you just sit there and, 
you know, kind of whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, we know? did do that, um, but like, yeah, I mean, of- we did, but it was. I don't. It's one of the reasons why, and again, this is sort of off topic, but it's it's relative. Uh, one of the reasons why I've always loved music, like so much is because it's it's one of the one things in the entire world one of the only things that can bring any group of people mm-hmm. yeah. from any nationality any you know race any religious background sexual preference like it doesn't matter what you are who you are where you came from like yeah i mean but a prime example of that you know pri- just speaking on the music would be like michael jackson yeah, like absolutely. what he did for the entire world you know, and and to see to me like that's such an amazing thing is that like music can just bring bring people together like that. That's exactly what it is. And I mean, and that's what like here's here's a good example. Taking a sip of some water, my mouth is getting a little dry. Um, <laughs> uh, Justin Johnson and I were really good friends in in high school. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, like I was, you know, pretty much everywhere he was. You know, yep. we we did a lot together. Um, and a lot of it started, we had some classes together, uh, but then we worked uh, a couple jobs together. Mm-hmm. One of them was we, we were golf attend or we were golf cart attendant attendants. Excuse me. I'll learn how to talk in a minute. Attendants. <laughs> attendants. <laughs> we? <laughs> we? <laughs> um, but we were like golf cart attendants at Brown Park Golf Course uh, yes, with Darren, uh, Darren Anderson. And uh, yeah, we Lance. had a couple that went in and out. Lance was never there. Okay. Um, yeah. Lance was one of my good friends, uh, kind of before I was before I spent as much time with like Justin and them. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but we'll get to that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But uh, so we were working one day, and like we were cool anyway. Like like I said, we had some classes together, and then we became cool. Like you know, working at Bryan Park, like we used to have a a lot of fun at Bryan yeah. Park, and um. We were just like randomly, we were washing the carts because you have to line them all up and like kind of tram them together. Yeah. And uh, you like just spray them down and clean them and pull them in. Right, right. And I don't even know how it happened, but like I knew Darren was into music uh, and like he would sing occasionally and we would sing like all the time. Yeah. And um, uh, what? I can't even remember what it's called now. Magic Carpet Ride? The Aladdin? Yeah, like, yeah, the Aladdin I song. can show you the world. Yeah, I can show you. Yeah. Yeah, 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 sure. So like I started just singing that. And like Justin was kind of thrown off by it. He was like, "Holy shit!" Oh, like, you can I never knew that sing. you can actually sing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And because uh, I mean, I've been singing off and on since I was like, I remember living with my mom in Winston, and I made like an all county chorus, you mm-hmm. know, when I was in like elementary school. And I've just, it's always been, you know, shout out to my mom for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom really got me into music. Yeah. Uh, anybody that knows me knows me knows that like. My real roots when it comes to mucus, mucus, Jesus. <laughs> when, it comes to mucus. <laughs> when it comes to music, music uh, is like R and B, like older, especially older R and B and Motown. Like that shit hits my soul hard. Yeah. Like that is what I'll always go back to. Yeah. Like I used to sit in the car and just mm. belt away with my mom and cry. Know, and yeah, I mean all kinds of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and cry. Shit, I'll cry. I'll cry right now. I don't even give a fuck. Some boys to me that slides on right quick. Oh my you god, boys like, to me is my shit. That's, that's actually what I uh, tried out with when I did uh, the triad idol and made it through the first round, and then also what I used for when I tried out for American, American idol. idol. Yeah, you did do that. So yeah, yeah. Make it there, but fuck them. Fuck them. Simon. And, Simone. And uh, Randy, fuck y'all on this plane. Love you guys. But yeah, so um. 
but yeah music to me has always been you know it's I think most people can agree but yeah. that that was one of the things that I, I guess when I look back on it now like some of the closest friends I've ever had uh, it's been about music but yeah so again got off topic but okay, um, good, yeah. so yeah me and Justin became cool and Justin is a good guitar player yes he's very good um, I hope he still plays it uh, I haven't talked to him in a long time mm-hmm. um, but and he could also sing yep. pretty decently remember that too uh, so Actually, the first thing that we did before we really got kind of into it was Darren played saxophone. He was a great saxophone player, that. too. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And so we would, at from that point on, we would all hang out and just mess around, like with songs, like cover songs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first song that I guess we really... Uh, I guess got to do that we were like damn we like the sound of this and it was cool too because Darren would basically play the sort of like the bass line of it on the mm-hmm. saxophone mm-hmm. which was like a weird twist to it but it was Matchbox 23 um, yeah yep, and uh, it was like a, a really big thing for us and I, I was gonna say huge for us and, and I guess anybody that heard us play we didn't have like a name like a band <laughs> name ever uh, I mean when it eventually kind of spread out and then you know me and Justin got back together and started doing music again uh, got back together like we were in a relationship it might as well have been but. yeah honestly back then yeah <laughs> yeah um, you know I'll always have mad love for that dude though but um we uh it was just me and him and then it was so it was just kind of like i think like our myspace page i think was like dusty and justin's acoustic or something like that i do remember that yes we primarily just kind of stuck to acoustic stuff but uh but yeah that was a a moment in time you know when we were in high school where uh you know you're young and stupid and you know you let your anger and stuff get the best of you and you say shit that you know you don't really mean you don't necessarily mean you know i think at the time you probably mean it just because you're so mad yeah and you don't really you know you don't know what you haven't taken the time to think about what you're saying but Mm -hmm. at the time you probably meant it like i was super pissed at him whenever that happened and uh you know also we spent a lot of time around each other Mm -hmm. so i think that we both probably just over time we're just kind of like getting tired of each other mm-hmm. to an extent yeah. um but you know all things aside you know I, I have i have no bad things to say about justin justin's a he's one of those dudes that i've always been kind of jealous of because he's like that you know attractive dude that you know has got a lot going for him and he's and he's you know pretty good at most of the things that he does yeah. you know like yeah. i'm i would consider myself that like i'm not necessarily really good at one thing but I'm decent at a lot of a lot things. Of things. Same, same, you know. Way. So, uh, and and there were a lot of things that he did that he could just, you know, he would kill it. He, yeah, he could just pick up like it was nothing. Yeah. Um, and he was just, you know, and I'll, if he does listen to this, you know, I think that a lot of people misunderstood Justin and the person that he was because you didn't really get to, you'd have to spend quality time with Justin to get the really to know well. the real Justin. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and he was a really cool ass dude and yeah. was a great friend, yeah. uh, in a lot of times, I you know, yeah. and that was, I mean, there was times where, you know, he could be a shitty friend Indigo. and I'm sure he would admit that, yeah. you know, and same, same thing for me, as as MD, yeah. you know, but, um, I, you know, I really honestly have to, to thank him though, because as far as my music goes at least for most of high school and then after high school you know and then i kind of got away from it but um 
I it he kind of got me into it, like into doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also the fact that I needed another elective class in high school, and it was either that or uh, JRTC or whatever it's called. Oh yeah, JR, yeah RTC. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and uh, I was like, um, fuck that, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> so it was like just uh, what they called it, just mixed course. It yeah. was just you know anybody and everybody. You didn't have to try out. You know, you could just be in course. Yeah. Um, so I got into that and shout out to, uh, Miss Eli. Uh, she was my chorus teacher and she probably more so than anybody really brought out the, the music and and my vocal talents, if you want to call them that I don't really think were that great, but other people enjoyed them. Yes. So, Mm -hmm. um, but I've always been super critical of myself, so. Yeah. Uh, but I, you know, I think I did all right. But she got me to really do it, and the the first thing, the first way that she got me to do it was, uh, we were having like a concert coming up, and we were doing, it was like a Broadway sort of theme. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were doing a Grease part, yeah. and there was a solo for uh, Summer Lovin'. And which is one of the songs, you know, that John Travolta does, obviously one of the many, Mm -hmm. Uh, but she like forced me all but forced me to try out for that, that solo. Mm -hmm. So I did, and I ended up getting it. And that was one of the first times that a lot of people from school had actually heard me sing Uh, because I just, you know, I don't know, I guess maybe I was shy about it, but I've always been more of the person that like I felt a lot more comfortable getting up in front of a group of people on stage, especially if I had Justin with me or, you know, whoever else that I did music with, then, you know, like girlfriends or mom or somebody like that being like, sing for me. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I've heard that so many times over the years. I know years. you have, dude. And it's and every no, time always, it's the same no, thing. It's like, dude, don't it's the ask same them. thing. He's definitely not gonna do it. Yeah, no, I mean if you're lucky enough, you look I mean it's definitely here. shyness and nervousness. I mean, you know, I still have that or you know, or did back then anyway. It wasn't yeah. as bad because I was doing it a lot more. Right. Um, but like one of the coolest things ever, I mean, we never got big, not even locally, you know. Um, but it was just the the fun of it was awesome. Yeah. But um one of the coolest things to me that I think ever happened, and I think, you know, Justin would probably agree too, as far as when it comes to music, uh, was a, a girl named Gabby, um, who her, I think it's her cousin or aunt, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amanda worked with my mom. Yes. And yes. Uh, Amanda would listen, you know, to our music, and, you know, that's when we had our MySpace page. Mm-hmm. And she just absolutely loved it. Yeah. And so for like her 16th birthday, uh, like, you know, they asked her what she wanted and she wanted Justin and I to come sing at her 16th birthday party. Gabby or Amanda? Gabby. Yeah, okay, no, yeah, yeah. Amanda's like, she's older than me. Yeah, I know she's yeah, what, 16, yeah, yeah. but I, okay, yeah, that wouldn't make any sense at all. Yeah. yeah Anyways, no, it wouldn't. go back. <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. God, I'm an idiot. <laughs> still bad. <laughs> but seriously. Uh, but yeah, that was one of the coolest, like, I just felt so honored that, you know. wanted you to sing at the Yeah, party. you know, like, I don't know. To me, it was a really big deal, yeah. you know. And I was, yeah. uh, I, and I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I, I feel honored. I've sang at weddings. Yeah. You know, I sang for my brother Jonathan and Barbara's I wedding. That. Uh, yeah. uh, me and Avery, that was who was who I was playing with at the time. Who yes. is an incredible, probably the most talented musician that I know. So Loki, Avery's it, one of my best, best, best buddies. Yeah, Avery yeah. is. He's he is one of those people that it's he's. 
Yeah. There will never be another Avery. She's probably playing guitar right now. He probably is. <laughs> Shout out to Avery. We love you, dude. Yeah. Avery, you're the best, man. You're the homie. But, um, yeah, music. Yeah. That's crazy. And don't, man, let's, let's go back. You were actually wearing a band that had a page. Mistaken for the CIA. Oh, my God. That was technically, <laughs> technically, oh you were in that God. band. I wouldn't say I was in that band. <laughs> there so, were recordings. Okay, so Mistaken for the CIA, which was it actually had like a really cool sound that I was like low-key I, I into. Was sick. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I mean, it was kind of like that. I wouldn't necessarily call it like punk, but it was like a... Like a Blink One Eighty Two, mm. like like grunge pop rock or something, yeah, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, the original members I think were uh, Kanan, uh, Casey, and Isaac. Yeah. And uh, which I can't remember exactly how it works, but that's where they got the name from. Was mistaken for CIA because all of their initials equaled really? out to be some like somehow <laughs> really? like CIA. Yeah. That's crazy. Or something like that. I can't remember. But, um, yeah, so the first time that everybody in my high school really got to see me sing was in the um, concert. Okay. Well, more people went to the talent shows. Okay. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, when sure. Justin and Darren and I uh, started really kind of playing and we, you know, 3 a.m. turned out to be pretty good. Yeah. Um, we actually recorded it. Oh, my God, dude. We recorded it on, like, a karaoke machine with a tape. <laughs> Like a, like a cassette tape. Like things that are like, you know, the kids these days don't even know like what the hell that is. Tape. What the fuck is that? Yeah, so um, we recorded it on there, and I used to work at Ham's on High Point Road. Yeah, remember that. And so it was like our demo, yep. sort of. Yeah. So, uh, like, I worked there, and I remember talking to one of the managers, Tony was his name, and uh, being like, hey, you know, will you check this out? You know, like, we'd like to come up here and perform sometime. Mm. Well, he checked it out, and he was like, y'all are good. And he was like, but do you have, like, a playlist? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we didn't really at the time. Well, um, one of the other guys that I worked with, he had a full-on band, and they were coming up and playing live one night. Right. And I had already talked to him beforehand, and I was like, do you care if we kind of... Do like a couple songs? Do like a couple songs, yeah. Um, because we had an original at the time, um, which uh, I think Darren and Justin primarily wrote, and then several other people had input. So I guess you could say that a lot of people kind of wrote the song. Right, right, right. Uh, but it was called Page One, which was also, you know, when I say big hit, uh, big hit to the people that knew us. Yeah, it was local. You know what uh, I'm yeah, I mean, so it, you know, obviously we weren't anything, but uh, we loved doing it. Yeah. But yeah, so. Um, that night we actually had a pretty decent showing like we tried to let a bunch of people at school know yeah that we were uh, gonna be playing up there yeah. and, uh, and like it was so many people that they came that they didn't have chairs and stuff oh wow and so it was like at the bar area which the bar area in Ham's High Point Road used to be kind of small in certain areas right but they had one area specifically where like bands and karaoke and stuff would play and they'd move out like the big table it was like they called it like the party area because that's where like bigger parties of like seven plus would we would seat them uh inside so they'd move the tables anyway um but yeah like it was the coolest thing and i think it was i can't remember if it was 3 a.m or page one and like a bunch of them like sat down indian style like in front of us and uh and it was also cool because not only were they there um but it was it was one of those things where like we i will say that i felt like as a as a group um because i'm not gonna take any credit for this whatsoever but as a group 
I think that we had the ability to kind of like when people looked at us, they probably just thought, you know, like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But then, like, once we would start playing, like, we would grab attention. They'd be like, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, the talent show was ultimately probably the biggest thing that really kind of got us big. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, which, mistaken for the CIA at the time, uh, with all of their members, also did. Um, we kind of winged it and we we're just like, screw it. Why not? Like, yeah. let's try it. Like, you know, we've played it a couple other places. It seems to be, you know, I, ca I can't remember if Hams was before or after the talent show. I think it might've been after, okay. but, um, anyway, so yeah, we did it. And, uh, Darren, Justin and I won uh, best band. That's sick. Um, and then Darren did a solo performance and, uh, which he did good. And then Justin and I, and this is where I'm going to be incredibly biased. Yeah. Okay. Um, and only because, um, of the reaction that we got from just about every person that was out in the audience. Uh, Justin and I had been messing around. Like I said, we always mess around with a bunch of songs. Mm -hmm. Uh, we did tears in heaven by Eric Clapton. Okay. Okay. And we absolutely killed it okay and uh it was we did so well that i'll put it this way the person that won which i won't say any names and i'm not saying that they didn't deserve to win they did a good job but yeah. i think that we absolutely we killed that show right. um he came up to us afterwards and shook our hands and he still had tears in his eyes wow this was the father of the person that won and said you two should have won for that performance he said there wasn't a single dry eye in that entire auditorium. Wow, that's fucking And, crazy. like, it brought me almost to tears. Yeah. Uh, because I'm like, that, to me, is what music is about. Like, yeah. when you can affect people on, like, an emotional level like that. Yeah. Like, there's there's nothing better. You know, like, I'm not out here to try to make folks cry. Yeah, you know? Sure. It's fucking ridiculous, <laughs> dude. But, uh, <laughs> like, when a performance can be that good. I mean, I've had several performances that I've, I've witnessed where, I mean, I just almost was like bawling like a baby just yeah. because it just it hits you like that yeah for sure for sure but um that was probably one of our biggest things that really kind of got us out there and then yeah. mistaken for the cia like mad props to them i don't know if they'll ever listen to this um but if they do mad props to isaac especially because isaac was one of the main main heads on there that that got stuff going but they got a band to come out and i can't remember their name for the life of me um to come out from california Wow. And it was, uh, they asked us and then, uh, mistaken for the CIA. And then there was another band that we had that was kind of like a ska band, uh, called, I think it was called Feels Like Friday. Okay. Uh, which was with the Meyer brothers, uh, I, Chris and I can't remember the other one's name right off my head. Sorry yeah, guys, okay. if you're listening, but, uh, I haven't talked to them in ages. They were actually super good. Yeah. Like they legitimately, I think if the right people would have heard them at the right time, mm -hmm. Like every person that was in that group, like had legitimate music background, mm -hmm. like either played in band, like at school. Um, I mean, they were incredible. They were so good. And the Myers brothers are just both of them, just geniuses. One of them still does music. I think with, uh, I, I don't want to get this wrong, but his fiance, maybe his wife or girlfriend, um, and I can't remember what they're called. I think at one point in time there was three of them, but now it's just the two of them. And they just basically, uh, I think they're called the Nomads. Oh, sick. Okay. Which is perfect because they travel around oh, just around. to wherever yeah. and just, you know, like, and that's their life. And I, like, I envy it to an extent. Like, it's it's so rad. Yeah, that sounds fun, too. Um, but they were so good. So, yeah, it was all of us. And um, 
like I just felt so honored that they were like because they were like legitimate bands. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, now I think at the time I can't remember for sure, but uh, Cameron, I can't remember Cameron's last name, McLean I think. Uh, at one point in time, we did believe it or not get a drummer, and uh, mm-hmm. Darren learned bass and started playing bass. So we did yeah. actually have a band, yeah. and still no name. Uh, so uh, <laughs> we played that show. Cameron was also a part of Feels Like Friday because he played some sort of a horn. I think I could be wrong, okay. but I think he played some sort of a horn, yeah, uh, or or something along those a brass instrument, yeah. Um, yeah, they were so good as far as I'm not real crazy on sky bands, but yeah. you know, they were they were sky very talented. Genre in, music. Insanely talented. Yes, genre music that's very hard to play. Um But yeah, so we I think we I think we let off the show. Okay. And uh it was really awesome. I we I had a couple of mistakes in it. Um That's not good. <laughs> It's like a leak in our like yeah. Our apparently, roof. our vent started leaking. Oh my god! Yeah, dude, you can see the wetness around the thing. Yeah, call support. Anyways, yeah, you right. need to call them for sure. All right, that was a. That's not on anything that's no. like hooked up electric that can burn out anything, is it? No, that's like right here. I'll probably All right, well, lot. fun stuff happening. Oh yeah, so we're just <laughs> happening. It's like storming at our our place right now. Yeah. Yeah. But um. Where was I? Oh, yeah. So that show, like that was, it was at a hotel. It was at like a Holiday Inn Express or something like that. And like their conference room. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, and, but dude, a lot of people showed out, like, or showed up. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, like a, a whole bunch of our people, like from people from high school showed up. Right. And it was fucking awesome. Like it was... I would say that's probably one of the bigger, outside of when we did the talent show, like with our full band, as you want to call it. Yeah. Um was one of the bigger audience i mean there was a lot of people there yeah yeah uh and it was really cool but um damn yeah so music's always been a really important part of my life and it still is to an extent i i I guess you could say quit singing i mean i haven't quit singing you you sing but not like i still sing you know but not i don't perform in front of people you know i keep it to myself i definitely remember coming in one time and i think you were cleaning your bathroom Hell yeah! And you were. I put, I put them headphones in and just yeah. straight get it. I think you also were had like a karaoke app or something. Yeah. So there's. A, <laughs> so I was I was like, wait a minute, who's so he there, singing? So there there actually is there's an app called Smule. Yeah. Um, that I do, I have an account with. Uh, I've only got one song up. <laughs> uh, and it's 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 decent. It's yeah. it's it's okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I did all right for somebody who hasn't, you know, like. I'm so out of shape now too, so my breathing just in general is <laughs> awful. Um, but I mean, it was okay considering I don't sing like I used to. I right. mean, I'd say probably when I quit singing the way that I used to was probably when I joined the military. Yeah, back in the- uh, just because you, I, you know, when we lived together, there were times where I would, uh, I mean, it'd be the middle of the night. It'd be like one o'clock in the morning, and I just want to sing. And I'd go out and sit in my my old piece of shit Grand Prix that I used to have, with the backup alarm. The silver, <laughs> the silver beast. Yeah. Good time in that car. And uh, I parked on the street in front of their house. That was at Seven West Oak, and I would go out there, man, and just just blare, just just blow. Like right in the car. Like in the car as you know? after work, because I felt like that was the only place that I could do it and be. I'm a loud person for yeah. people who don't know me, like even talking and everything else. So same thing, I sing loud. Yeah, 
Uh, and especially when I sing it, if it's got a lot of emotion to it. Which is R&B. Yeah, which is predominantly R&B stuff. Yeah. And, uh, God, I love that stuff, man. I was getting down to some Luther Vandross the other day. Shout out to Luther Vandross, man. Yeah, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah. One thing I want to jump on to, because I think is a great, great turning point for you, is after high school, a lot of your friends went off to college. Yeah, so I... And you know, what route you <clears> took. Yeah, um... So back then, I don't know how they do it now uh, or how they did it when you were in school, but you basically prepared yourself, your guidance counselors did for, uh, you either got like a, I say a degree, like a, a diploma or whatever, where you set yourself up for like whatever you needed for community college or whatever you needed for a university, for a four-year university. Okay. Uh, well, I actually ended up doing both. And um, I mean... <laughs> Shout out to Miss Hardy and some of my other teachers that we had a, or not we, they had a love hate relationship with me. Uh, yeah, you're right. I was one of those people that like I tested really well and I could do well. You're very smart. And uh, I didn't apply myself. Yeah. You know, like I didn't do my homework and I didn't do projects and shit like that. <laughs> Skipping like, class, smoking dude, weed. My my final, uh, God, what did they call it? My senior project. I don't know if you had a senior project I did. or not. I did have one. My senior project. So you're supposed to have like you know a board. Like this big board that you present, and then you have to do a speech. It's like eight to ten minutes long, and then you also were supposed to do an eight to ten page paper. Yep. <laughs> so you turned it in by like your rough draft was due then, and then you yeah. know your teacher would go it's through it. Well, you know, and I hope this doesn't get Miss Hardy in trouble at all, <laughs> because I turned out very fine, thanks to her. Yes. And many others. Um, I didn't do like half of my senior projects. Yeah. Like I did the board and just kind of put some shit together, but. For kids that are listening, if you're still in high school and you do have senior projects, if you haven't done skydiving, you have to be 18, obviously. Yeah. But I would recommend it. Yes. Especially if you still have to do the speech part of it. Yes. Because I absolutely killed my speech and hardly had to say anything. Yeah. Because it was a bunch of like older women in there that were just like, oh my God. Yeah. So I got like the video of it whenever I went. Uh, again, shout out to Sparky, my oldest brother, for my 18th birthday. He, he paid for me to go skydiving because yes. I wanted to go. Yes. So I was like, what do I do my senior project on? I'll do it on this if they'll let me. And they were like, well, I don't see why you couldn't. So, uh, but, I, you know, a lot of what I did, I did finally turn in, I guess it was considered my rough and final draft. Yes. Because I never turned in another one. <laughs> the uh, rough and final. And it was like super late. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I did really get on it too. Like I, I showed how skydiving or uh, any uh, sense of the term I guess yeah. uh, is used for many other things other than just you know a, a sport Yeah, uh, like our military uses it and it's incredibly it, it's a big part of yeah. our military I mean, the airborne yeah. um, so I actually did my research and stuff on it it was just super late and would have did better but uh, yeah almost it was close almost also I didn't go a lot of the days <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that was the main thing was that I skipped a lot of school yeah. and I for any kids out there I do not recommend it I mean I looking back on it I had experiences that I would I never yeah. trained yeah fun and, you know I mean we, we took some <laughs> snowboarding trips you know me and Justin and, and that group of guys uh, Wes Barefoot and Jeremy Peel yeah um Brooke Holland uh yo shout out to all those kids yeah I remember, I remember yeah, them. 
they were they were they were the homies back in the day and yeah. we, were, we were a cool tight group yeah but yeah we got into snowboarding so we skipped school a couple times into that and then there was just like <laughs> and there were days where like i wouldn't skip all school to be fair also my english class which is where i had my senior project was my first class of the day okay i was living on at seven west oak court Yes, in Greensboro. Where we, where we live, yeah. So I basically over off of Windover, mm-hmm. near like the main part of Windover, and going to school at Southeast Guilford, which is not even close. Which is not really close. And you're working really late. But I, and the reason why is because uh, the summer before my senior year, I was living with my father. Uh, my father, uh, they didn't. I don't think they were married yet, but they got together with Gloria, my stepmom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, still sure. together. Yeah. And they moved out to Mebbin. Yeah. And. Dad, I'm still pissed at you, if you're listening, <laughs> that you decided to do this shit the summer before my senior year when you could have just waited, like, however long a school year is. Yeah. Like nine months or seven. I don't, I don't, know, how I don't know how long the school year is. I don't know. Like I don't know, but like, either, yeah. 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 So, anyway, yeah, I had to move in with my mom because I wasn't going to squi- switch schools. Yeah. And the school, thankfully, let me, you yeah. know, because I would have been... I'd, yeah, I'd still be pissed at my, at my dad to this day, like for real pissed if, if I had to leave that yeah, school. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and on top of that, I was working at Hams. And back then, I don't know if they still do because I haven't been in forever, but Hams on High Point Road was one of the only ones that seven days a week was open from 11 to 2. To 2, yep. Uh, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Yeah. Well, if you wanted to make money, and I had a car payment and other things at the time that I was, you know, trying to take care of. Um, then you worked the night shifts. Yep. Technically, by law, I don't think I was supposed to, but I was 18. Like, I was older, uh, not older as far as, like, I ever failed a grade. Yeah. But if I'm not mistaken, I think for, like, my year, uh, the cutoff was, like, October 15th. My birthday is October 30th. Right. So I was one of the older kids in my grade because not long after school started, it was my birthday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was 18 pretty early on in the school year uh, and was able to work those kinds of shifts. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, again, I don't think technically they're supposed to if you're still in high school, but because I was 18, it was my choice. I'm an adult. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I probably should not have done. <laughs> uh, because when you get off at 2 o'clock in the morning, Shoot. you don't actually leave at 2 o'clock in the morning. For, for Shout out to anybody who has ever been a uh, server uh, or like a bartender because you have side work. Basically, you have cleaning duties and, and shit that you have to do once you actually get done with your shift. And that's on top of waiting for whoever might be sitting in there because they're drunk as shit and it's past time for clothes and you're trying to get them out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so not to make excuses, but you know, some some nights not getting home till 3 o'clock, 3.30 in the morning having to turn around and be at school. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't happening. Right, right. <laughs> So, so, which is a shame, especially because that first class, like I said, was I absolutely loved my my English class my yeah. my senior year. Miss Hardy is straight up another one of those excellent teachers. I mean, absolutely amazing teacher. Right, right, right. Um, one of the teachers that really cares, and she was younger, uh, so yeah, I think it's easier sometimes for students to connect to younger teachers uh, because they're a little oh, yeah, bit more sure. with the times. Yeah, more modern. Yeah, but um. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, friends going out for college. 
Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Back so to that. Yeah, again, yeah. off topic. Yeah, I good. apologize, good, audience. Um, yeah. So like, I I had set myself up to as long as I was gonna graduate my senior year, yeah. um, to be able to do either one. Well, I didn't apply to any colleges and stuff because I really had not a very good GPA. I mean, yeah. it was like two something, I think. Yeah. Like, and it was my fault because again, you know, I didn't. I guess I cared more about shit that looking back and seeing how my life has turned out since then, like I do feel like was important, but I do wonder sometimes like if I would have went off to college, like what would have happened and, mm. and how it would have turned out. For sure. For sure. Um, I'm completely happy with my life, the good and the bad and, yep. and everything that I've, I've been through. Um, uh, incredibly happy. No, re- no regrets. No regrets. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, so that was, that was weird for me though. Um, Obviously, I had to do something, so I was working. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I think I was still working at Hams when we graduated. Right. Um, and then the day that I tried out for, so there was a period. I, I can't remember if this is when there was the really bad hurricane, whichever one that uh, that hit New Orleans really Katrina. hard, Katrina. Yeah, yeah. I think it was that one because the tryout was supposed to be, I think, in New Orleans, and they ended up moving it to Greensboro, North Carolina. So weird. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, I wasn't going to do it because I had already tried out once before that. For triad. When I was younger. Uh, well, no, not for triad. That This was, my mom had drove me down to South Carolina. They had one in South Carolina. Oh, for American? Yeah. Okay. For yeah. American Idol. Oh, I yeah. tried out that one time. I knew that. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, You know, I did good and everything and, you know, and nothing to try to knock. And, I, I of course, I'm not going to sit here and try to say, like, I was good enough that I felt like I should have made it. Uh, there is a part of me that feels like, you know maybe yeah you know but um at least pass for a lot of people who don't understand uh on american idol before you ever see these people try out on tv they go through probably like four or five like rounds of tryouts before that crazy so the first one is like you've got to be there's going to be something about you yeah you know uh shout out to chelsea surreal oh yes absolutely we have a direct uh correlation to someone who yeah, did that yeah, yeah i uh for those of you who don't know when i was very young um i've known chelsea pretty much my whole life yeah uh we used to when we were little kids we used to go over to my uh my papa's my grandfather yeah. uh, my dad's mom and we would always play together and stuff yeah uh so shout out to her because she's absolutely amazing she's a great singer yeah. yeah and uh but yeah so it's pretty much um and I don't know whether there's any truth to this or not, but I do feel like that they had like certain cities that they were probably like, okay, this is where we're going to send more people through at mm-hmm. talent wise. And I mean, it was American Idol. Like one of the biggest reasons why people watched American Idol was for the, the crazy, the, the, you know, yeah, laughable stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, oh, funny story real quick. And then I'll get all the way back to the college thing. You're sorry. Good, you're good, you're good. Um, when I was working at Ham's, uh, I was telling one of my tables, they were showing like tryouts. And I was like, yeah, I actually tried out. And they were like, really? And they were like, yeah. And they were like, so can you sing? And I was like, I mean, I think I'm all right. And they were like, sing. One of the only times that like when one person's asked me to sing, I actually had done it, I think three times when I worked at Hams. Wow. Um, right. She asked me to sing. And uh, I'm not condoning this artist, uh, but okay. I did sing I Believe I Can Fly okay. like for her. Okay. Okay. And uh, she actually, again, me failing at life. 
<laughs> uh, she actually gave me. She was one of the uh, music teachers at Winston Salem State. Oh wow! And gave me her card and was like, "You need to come see me, you know, and I think we can get you in the program." And I never did it. Wow. Yeah, I'm an idiot, but whatever. I don't pay what else. You know, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm completely happy with the way my life turned out mm-hmm. but, or has turned out thus yeah, far. for sure. Uh, but, yeah, so it was hard. Um, I mean, it makes you feel like mainly because – so I had a goal that I was going to skip a year, save up some money, and I was going to go – at the time, they offered uh, GTCC offered a thing, and they may still do it, to where if you took so many years of a certain like elective, then you could go two years for free, doing something that might have to do with that. Yeah. So, uh, I took medical classes my entire uh, high school career, if mm-hmm. that's what you want to call it. Yeah. Um, I graduated with my certified nursing assistant license mm-hmm. uh, from high school. Um. And that's as far as that went. Yeah. Which I, I I do kick myself in the ass a lot for that because outside of music, the next big thing for me that I really wanted to I, I enjoy helping people and trying to help in any way I can. And I also think the body and the science behind it and uh, just how we operate as human beings is incredible to me yeah yes uh so the medical field was something i was really 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 serious about Mm -hmm. and cared a lot about and um anyway so i was gonna take a week off or not a week a year off Mm -hmm. and go to gtcc because i had taken four years of medical stuff so i qualified and i think i was gonna try to do the emt side of it like i was gonna go it was two years for free to do the emt uh, well, obviously, I had to join the workforce, you know, if I was going to take a year off. So I started working at Triad Freightliner in 2005. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, it was like October something, I think, is when I started. Um, but, yeah, the day that I tried out for American Idol in Greensboro afterwards, Sparky, my oldest brother, also worked at Triad Freightliner. He yep. worked in the service department. Yep. Uh, the day that I tried out for American Idol afterwards, we went to Triad Freightliner. I put in an application. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So, uh, and then they hired me and, uh, but yeah, so I guess I started making money and, uh, you know, for me at that time, like it was a decent amount of money, you know, for somebody who had just graduated high school. Uh, and I, I almost wish that I wouldn't have because then it was just like, okay, well I can't still work here and go to school. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, or I could, but I don't think I was going to be able to and still be able to do what I wanted to do. Right, right. right. Uh, because I was going to have to have so many in-person hours and all that. It would take you a lot of time. And it would take me a very long yeah. time. Which, again, shout out to Sparky Miller. He, yeah, did, he that did that with his nursing degree. He, and he mad props to him. Uh, Sparky's one of the hardest workers I know. Um, but, yeah, so it was... Uh, you know, I went and visited him all the time. You know, like I spent a lot of time at NC State or not necessarily on the campus but just that's where Justin had went to mm-hmm. um, so kind of back to you know we had got into like a little disagreement argument while we were in high school actually our senior year and uh, we didn't talk to each other for a long time like not one word wow I mean and, and it was it was weird because as close of friends as we were um, 
not even one word. Yeah. I mean, but I guess this is how mad we were that. at each other. And I think also prideful when we didn't know how to go about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, even our senior, I mean, our uh, we sang our senior uh, graduation, mm-hmm. like the honors vocal ensemble, uh, which me and him were both a part of. We sang. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think both of us even had like a duet like part that we did yeah. and still didn't even really we didn't talk. Yeah. That's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> I literally, I was like, God uh, dang it. It's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. But yeah, so, um, yeah, spent a lot of time with him. Uh, Taylor Bailey, shout out to him. Oh, yeah, uh, I, I haven't dude. talked to that dude in forever, and yeah. I absolutely love Taylor Bailey, an amazing person. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, living out in LA, doing big things. He did move to LA, didn't he? Yeah, and he's, he's, he's doing it up out there, man. What's he doing out there? And, uh, he's like, I think he works as like, a, uh, Taylor, I apologize if I jack this up and you're listening to this. Um, from what I can tell, I don't know his actual job title, but he like he's like an assistant for a lot of big shows and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, he's like going to like big award shows and Dude, stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah he's right. he's doing it up, man. Yes, and, and I remember that. I feel like that's perfect for him. Yeah. Like he is living his life, and yeah. and I, it's awesome. I miss that dude. Yeah. Like he, yeah. Taylor was a real person too. Like right. he would straight up tell you, <laughs> like, and I love that. Like I absolutely love that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he was cool as shit. And f- funny enough, actually, me, me, Taylor, and Justin actually did a very interesting sort of more more of like a uh, I don't even know if this is a word, but a choral like a chorus version of Wonderwall. Okay. Okay. Um. And it's not everybody's cup of tea, but we wanted to do it, and we all did it at our different. Uh, like I was always a tenor, uh, Justin did sort of a bass, yeah, um, and then uh, Taylor was like a sort of like a baritone or a tenor too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man, we hung out with you know all of us hung out there for a little while. But yeah, he actually when when he graduated high school, he went out to Wilmington. Yeah. Uh, so there was a couple times yeah. I went out and visited him. But yeah, I just uh, I always had. And I'm sure you know this because I always said it. You know, I always had the intention of going back and right. uh, worked full time uh, from the year I graduated, 2005, until 2009, and that was right around when the economy like just went to shit. I remember that? Yeah, that was a very weird. Uh, and I got laid off from my job, and it was yeah, because 2010 was when I actually left to go to the Navy. I remember that? Uh, but Avery, I fucking hate you for this. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you. But talk to me into doing the Navy. Yeah, the buddy system. Yeah. Well, we didn't actually do the buddy system because no. uh, buddy system is, is different. We just joined at the same time. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, we were going to do the buddy system, uh, but after talking to him and figuring – Avery's a lot more intelligent than I am. I mean, Avery's like – and all of our friends that know Avery know this. He's yes. like – Freak of nature, like genius, yeah, intelligent about some things. Which so is Steven, too. Yeah. Shout out to Steven. just an idiot sometimes. Just love you, Steven. Steven, much love, bro. You know I love you. But, um, yeah, so. I forgot where I was going. Um, Navy. But Navy, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so we went in together. And funny enough, actually, our buddy Joey. Joey had Joey just Hill. joined. Yeah. Like, actually, I don't even think Joey had decided to join until. At one point in time, he had went, and then he decided he wasn't going to do it. And then me and Avery were going to do it, and then he did it too. But he got to leave like, like almost right. immediately. Yeah, it bounced yeah. out. Like Avery had to wait like uh, almost a year yeah. or for a while, and then my dumbass was just <laughs> like, 
I want whatever job that's going to get me out of here <laughs> yeah. in the quickest amount of time. At that point, you're unemployed. Yeah. And Anybody just... that's ever thinking of joining the military, <laughs> do not do that. If you have a better job option and you don't know what it is, find somebody that does know and let you know because your recruiter's not going to tell you he, because chances are he doesn't know what the hell they do his unless job, it's unless it's his job his job is to get you to sign that paper yeah well <laughs> i mean but he recruiters also have rates like they right. have jobs that they went into the military for right. you don't like you don't necessarily go into the military as a recruiter right you just eventually it's a duty station that you can become a recruiter right uh but you still have a job like for instance mine i liked my recruiter but he was a gsm which was like a gas uh gas turbine uh mechanic something like that yeah yeah for sure um but yeah so i got offered so many other positions that would have been way better uh but yeah went into the navy and it was an experience uh to say the least yeah um, <laughs> I have letters from you <laughs> yeah, that you wrote I mean, me. It was, uh, you know, I wasn't on a ship for long because yeah. I, you know, I was, for those of you who don't know, I was medically separated and yes. right at pretty close to about three years or yeah. two and a half years, something like that. Yeah. Uh, so I wasn't on a ship for long because I had to go through a whole medical process. Some bullshit. Uh, yeah. Um, but I was on a steam powered ship. It was called the wasp. Uh, it's one of those things that like you love to hate. Okay. Like there was a lot that I hated about it, especially my chief at the time that was down there. Mm-hmm. I couldn't stand him and he knew I didn't like him and I don't think he liked me. Right. Um, but it was the cool thing about being an MM on a steam powered ship, a machinist mate. And I don't even know if that's what they call him anymore because I think they were changing the rate over. Uh, the only people that know what you go through are the people that are down there with you. Mm-hmm. So it is a very kind of tight knit family yeah. because we're the first ones on the boat and the last ones off mm-hmm. or ship, whatever you want to call it. But being on water, uh, because on a steam powered ship, you had to light off a boiler, uh, which is what created the steam and literally steam ran everything on that entire ship. Mm-hmm. And this is a ship that had a full size flight deck on it, uh, like an sort of like an aircraft carrier it's a little bit smaller than an aircraft carrier yeah and you had two main propulsion rooms mm-hmm. so you had two big boilers that uh also provide power to your main propulsion uh shafts which help make the boat go yeah uh but the steam also went to fuel pumps and other pumps and everything else that supplied the electricity and the lights and everything else in the ship right so it was kind of cool knowing that we had the power almost you know sort of at our fingertips yeah yeah uh to shut the boat off at any time we <laughs> wanted to you wanted, yeah. yeah but uh yeah dude i mean it's you know when you're underway or on a deployment you know we were working six and six uh watch rotations which is uh six hours on watch six hours off mm-hmm. and it would be i mean at any given time down there when it's hot it could be like 120 degrees or oh something my God. wearing fire fire retardant coveralls uh, in case of a fire started down there and you have to yeah i mean it's it's like a it it's the closest thing i would feel like to hell at some times yeah. that i feel like i've been through <laughs> right all right for sure i mean and it's not even so much the work part like physical labor part of it is not hard yeah. like it's not bad but it's just the the conditions yeah, that you're in yeah, yeah, sure. are are for just sure. yeah yeah and and Chain of command can absolutely 100% uh, 
make it or break it. As right. in, like, you'll enjoy it or you won't. Right. And uh, you can ask probably any sort of uh, military person that veteran or, you know, mm-hmm. still active military. Uh, or even, you know, even uh, reserves. I mean, I'm sure it's probably the same for them. Yeah, yeah. So that was one of the the main reasons that I really hated it was I could not stand my chief. Right. Outside right. of him, I didn't mind pretty much everybody else that I worked with. Like yeah. my my first class uh, petty officer was cool as shit, completely understanding, would work with you. Like you know, but he he'd step up and you know fucking set your set your, you straight if he mm-hmm. had to. Are you sure? Yeah. Uh, but he was cool as shit. Um. But yeah, I mean, the Navy was an experience, man. It was something that I definitely don't regret whatsoever. Like, I'm so glad that I did. Pretty taught you some. I mean, you it, know. it helped me grow. Uh, there's some things that it changed about me that I don't like. That it's things of how I used to be mm-hmm. before I went in. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I do kind of miss sometimes. Yeah. Like that I was that person still. Yeah. Uh, but there's things about it, probably more so, that it changed about me that I'm. I'm so thankful that it did for sure i mean that was the first time i'd ever really lived away from home mm-hmm. um i had to spend thanksgiving you know my boot camp uh was during thanksgiving yeah and it was the first time i'd ever you know like before i left i was just like it won't be that bad you know mm-hmm. like especially mom i love you but you know my mom can be annoying as hell I mean, I'm sure every parent, I mean, every, yes. you know, son or daughter feels that way about their parents, but absolutely, Daniel can attest. Yes. Yes. Your mom was special. She still is special. <laughs> I, I, mean, I love her way. more than anything in this world, yeah. but yeah, <laughs> she can drive you absolutely nuts. My God. But anyway, so I was just like, I'll be good. You know, like my biggest thing was, I know I was going to miss my friends, yeah. but I was like, you know, it's only going to be two months. And for whatever reason, I had this idea in my mind that like, oh, I'll see them as soon as I get out and I'll hang out with them. And I'm like, wait, no, I've committed to four years of doing this. Yeah. I'm not going to see them that often, nope. if ever. Um, which I say luckily, but uh, thankfully I was, as far as that goes, I was stationed uh, in Norfolk, Virginia, yeah. which is only about a four and a half, four hour drive. I think it's like twice here. So yeah, yeah. When you're up there. Um, yeah, I know y'all came up, and then we would try to when I was available to when I wasn't on the ship come, uh, come down on some of the weekends. Yeah, it would still be like really rushed. Yeah, that was the bad thing about it was that like you come down and you basically got you know by the time we got here on Friday, you know, and I and I'm the kind of person and you know this any trip I go anywhere. <laughs> the day before I have to be back to work, like I either want to be home yeah. super early that day, or I want to have already been home. Have already been home, yeah, yeah. Because I want to have that day to just kind of chill and get back into that mind frame that you know, I've got to work tomorrow yeah, instead yeah. of it being like didn't get home till ten o'clock p.m. And turn around and have to wake, wake up, up at exactly seven. Yeah, which I mean, there was earlier nights than that whenever I went to the ship. Yeah, but uh, I mean. There's part of me that wishes that I maybe would have tried another branch. Yeah. Uh, Because I was like, oh, yeah, you know, like, I don't mind water at all. But when you're out on the ship, it's just like... It's water. Nothing (laughs) but fucking water. All the time. And I was on a ship. And granted, again, like I said, you know, I didn't... I wasn't on the ship for very long. I think, like, maybe a year. Sure. Um, And we never went anywhere. Mm -hmm. Went out and made a bunch of circles. Yeah. And uh, we, they call us like a marine carrier because we had uh, like a ballast gate on the back of the ship. So uh, smaller boats that the Marines use, like LCACs and LCUs. Uh, for people who don't know, an LCAC is, um, I can't remember the actual like 
what it means as far as breaking down the acronym, but it's like the hovercraft boat that the Marines use. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, that's what that is. Well, we can take it onto our boat, onto our ship. Mm-hmm. So whenever we needed to haul Marines somewhere, like people probably wonder sometimes like how they get, you know, Humvees and shit like that to places. A lot of times it's usually by ship. Right, right. Uh, and it's because we can allow enough water to come onto the bottom back end of the boat, the aft end of the boat, um, for a smaller boat to be able to come up on there. And an LCU is basically a long, flat... I mean, it's almost like a floating... Uh, I don't know what you would call it. Uh, but it's just like a long, flat thing. Yeah. And that's what they would pull on, like, the Humvees and, like, okay. you know, whatever. Like a raft. Yeah. Kind of. It, well, it's like a... I don't know, dude. It's hard. To, I can't remember, like, what exactly it stands for mm-hmm. again. But it's it's like a... You know, it's just wide. It's basically as wide as a road. Mm-hmm. Like, two-lane road. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and huge. then it's probably, like... A couple hundred feet long, yeah, and that's and that's pretty much it. Like, right, that's all there is to it. Right, um, but yeah, so it would take that on, which is what moved the uh, like Humvees stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But um, and then we would release the water off or out, um, ballast the you know boat back out, and then go to wherever we were going. So okay. yeah, we did a bunch of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and for somebody who works down in the pit. Uh, which is what we called it, the main propulsion room. I mean, it's... There were some times, and depending on which watch rotation you were on, that you would get to see the light of day, but it wasn't a lot. Yeah. I mean, it was... Because by the time you would get off of your... Especially if it was a 6 and 6 watch rotation, by the time you got off of your watch, like, you're, you're sweaty, nasty, like, probably hungry. So you literally get six hours from the time that somebody relieves you. So as soon as you walk out and that person relieves you, you've got to be back there six hours later. Basically five hours and 45 minutes later. Yeah. Um, and then you want to eat. Sleep. You want to try to sleep. you got to shower because if you don't shower, we're going to beat the fuck out of you because we're not going to be dealing with your stinking ass and, you know, mm-hmm. in our birthing, which is where we slept for people who don't know. Yeah. Um, and then, like, there was sometimes where... You know, if we were out to sea, that you would want to talk to your loved ones, you know, so you would go to, you know, the computer area and, you know, try to contact your loved ones, yeah. emails and Facebook or whatnot. Yeah, for sure. But um, off the ship was fucking awesome. <laughs> like, whenever I got off the ship, the, uh, the, the little unit that I was put at, uh, the master chief that I worked for, he was like about to retire with 30 years. Like, he retired with 30 years right after I got medically separated. Yeah. Um, was one of the coolest dudes in or out of the service that I've ever met. Okay. Like, he was, I mean, he was an old head. Like, he was one of those dudes that, you know, probably had some beliefs that I may not necessarily agree with. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But he was cool as shit. Okay. Um, And it's, it's, I won't say it's rare. From my personal experience, it was rare that I found a lot of higher-ups that were cool like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Especially when you're in Norfolk, because it's the main naval base, like, throughout the world like right. it's it's our main biggest naval base so a lot of your bigger like officers higher ups and stuff you know you can pass by at any given point in time and you know if you don't salute them and you know say afternoon and then yeah. recognize whatever their rank is they get fucking pissed off and that was the kind of shit that pissed me off yeah yeah for sure so it's 
crazy. But yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, I learned a lot and, <clears throat> excuse me, and it's uh, something that I'm glad I did. Like yeah. the day that I graduated, or I won't say the day that I graduated boot camp, there is a thing that you go through um, that we're not really supposed to talk about it or we used to not be able to talk about it. Um, there's like this final test that you have to go through uh, before you can graduate. And uh, it's basically like a bunch of scenarios on shit that you've learned throughout boot camp and how to, you know, how to do what. But you're up for like 36 hours straight or something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe more. I can't remember. Um, but the ceremony that they give you after that is like, I mean, there's almost not a dry eye in the place. Because mm-hmm. number one, you're tired anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you've just, you've worked, you feel like so hard to get to that point. Yep. And it was one of the proudest moments in my life. Yeah. Like I, I broke down just because I've never been a person that is, that has been proud of myself on pretty much anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and still that way to an extent. Right. But in that one single moment, like I did that and I did it by myself. That's you know? For sure. I mean, I did it also with the people that were around me, yeah. but yeah. I didn't yeah. do it together, with my but... friends from back home, you right. know, with my family. You know, I didn't have that support group. Buyers. I mean, yeah. in, that, in those regards, buyers. So. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, man, I did the workforce thing. And then, you know, when I was medically separated, got out. Plan was to go back to school. Yeah. Uh, things didn't work out that way because of reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and. Ended up started working back there, and it's worked out pretty good. You know, mm-hmm. I've moved up in the company and really well. have some good positions. And yeah, and it's only uh, it's only getting better. Me and uh, my buddy Jonathan, uh, Jonathan Richardson. Yep, of course. Um, Jonathan. We went to a conference down in New Orleans uh, about a month ago, I guess. Yeah. And uh, Daimler, who owns Freightliner. Uh, which is a big company uh, out of Germany. I mean, they own like, I'm pretty sure Daimler owns like Volkswagen uh, and some other, uh, I think they do like maybe GMC and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, one of the ladies there that's been with them for like 40 something years, they're coming out with this new big program next year uh, that's going to completely change the way like customers get parts and stuff like that. Yeah. This is all boring shit for anybody that's listening to this, but. <laughs> Uh, the cool part is is that she asked us to be a part of uh, what they call a JAD team. I think it's like a joint uh, joint associated dealership group or something like that. Yeah. But uh, So they basically take some people from certain dealers across the country and they invite them out and basically help them to create this product. Yeah. Uh, so we got asked to do that and I thought that was really cool. Awesome. I mean, it's cool because you're showing that, I mean... Obviously, you can go to college whenever you wanted to because you have the GI Bill, but, I mean, you're still yeah, making well, it work. Well, you've got 15 years. 15 years. 15 years. But, I mean, you're still, like, making your way, you know, without it. So, I think that's really awesome. Yeah. My God, dude. Like, I, it's, it's weird to sit here and think about I've been out for five years. Five years? Five. Been. Maybe six years. We moved in here. At, well, okay. Yeah, that's but right, I you lived were, with you Sparky. You were in Kernersville. Yeah, I lived with Sparky for almost a year before. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because I didn't work. At, I didn't start working at Freightliner until like almost a year after I'd been. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so. That's crazy. And that's kind of where we were connected. But we didn't disconnect. But we, Yeah, no, we never disconnected. We reconnected in 2014. Yeah. We moved into the place we're in now. Yeah, we moved in, into to Abington Place. The Pancake Palace. The Pancake Palace. Is, I don't think I've, I've yet to <laughs> cook pancakes in this place. I don't think I have. I've eaten pancakes in this place. I've yeah, many a time. Yeah. I've cooked... I mean, I don't cook a lot, but... Yeah. I've 
I've definitely cooked a lot of things in here, but never pancakes. Not pancakes. I recently started actually cooking, so. I, mean, I love pancakes, but I don't know, man. Just over time, I feel like I'm more of a waffle guy. We're not even gonna get into that <laughs> because that's gonna you're gonna ruin you ruin a podcast. But dude. yeah, anyway, nah. so we'll get back to you know what you originally asked me. So yeah, it was um, it was weird for me. I mean, I think as it is for anybody, even people that did go off to college. Yeah. Um. Sorry if I was too far away from you're that. Good, but um, gotcha. Just because you know you have such a close knit group of friends that you build throughout high school, so it's like I feel like it's the first time really that you get a taste of what adulthood's like. Yeah. Uh, preparing for the fact that you know you may not necessarily have these friends for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. you know, but cherish the moment, you know, and it's something that you'll at least remember. Yeah. You know, and something that you can talk about to your friends or whatever, but, uh, and family. But, um, I mean, I did stay pretty close for a while with, with several of those guys. Uh, Justin and I reconnected and we primarily reconnected over music and, uh, we were friends again for a really long time. And, uh, like I said, I haven't talked to him in a while. Um, I don't, I actually don't even remember what really happened. No, life happened. Um, as far as why we kind of disconnected again but uh you know i don't think he holds any bad you know towards me and i know i don't towards him he's got a little gq ass kid he do 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 he's doing very well for himself i gotta yeah he is man and i always knew he would yeah yeah that's good dude so that's kind of brings us up to present day honestly yeah there's a few things in between but that's that's pretty much yeah, I mean, I guess some of the things that a lot of people... Well, I mean, we've talked about it before, but as far as our past together, um, as you got older, we got closer, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I remember specifically when we lived off of Baker Street. Okay, yeah. And yes, we used course, to do slow motion football, slow motion football out in the yard all the time. We yeah. loved it. Don't fucking judge us. Yeah, we have a big imagination. We still do. Yeah, we still do. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I think that's what makes us, you know, pretty great guys. Yeah, yeah. in my opinion. But we um, are amazing. <laughs> and it's so bittersweet that uh, we won't be living with each other for. I know, dude. You know? It's, I mean, it's, you know, I, I guess I always knew that it would eventually happen at some point if yeah. one of us found, you know. Yeah, either found uh, somebody that other or like with, just, but, yeah. just moving for some other reason. But but it does suck, man. I mean, I you know it's I mean it sucks, but it doesn't at the same time. Yeah. You know, I think, I it think is, it's good. I'm happy for you. Yeah, I mean, for both of us. But um, and obviously you know we'll still keep in touch and stuff. But no, we're not. Fuck, fuck that. You. Whatever. I hate we're you. Not, but but over the next Wait. couple months you're gonna be on the show. This Hell is yeah. the show. I want to put the show every hopefully every Wednesday or every other Wednesday. So. And most of what we've done oh, here. yeah, man. And we need to, you know, for whoever else we have on the show, yeah. depending on where you want to go with it, but, yeah. you know, we can talk about... Whatever. Yeah. Oh, I'm, this is gloves off. I mean, Yeah, because I feel like this was kind of like a me and my background Well, yeah, because I want because you're going to be around yeah. for most of these episodes, unless y'all do yeah, it like so when you're when you hear me yeah. talking a bunch of shit in the other episodes. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, oh, that's nasty. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, you are stupid. Well, I, I think you have a lot of insight on a lot of different things. You cry a lot. I think you're a bitch. But I think <laughs> I think that you have a fucking lot of great ideas. You know, I, we've been up, and lots of we didn't talk about this interview, but like, a lot of late nights of oh, drinking yeah, and oh, a lot yeah. of I mean, and, hearts. And, and uh, I think several of our friends can attest to that. And I will say that I do feel like that's one of my strong suits is yeah. that I do, you know, I have 
very open viewed opinions you know on a lot of different things yes. you know and that i'm i've been through not a lot you know necessarily per se you know to me maybe but you know to somebody else maybe not yes but um yeah man Let's i think go. it's gonna be fucking awesome it's gonna be it's gonna great. be great it's gonna be a good time we'll bring some old good laughs here. oh there's gonna be plenty of laughs it's gonna be. I've told Kevin about it. I've told even you know. I've told Avery about it. They all know that it's, it's, this is happening. Hell yeah! We're gonna bring some old friends in here. Everyone's gonna ramble. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Some musicians. Make sure that, you so. bitches tune in. Yeah, tune in. That was a life and time of Dusty May. You know what I'm saying? I Most of it anyway. Yeah, kind of was, the rundown version. It was a very rundown version. There were a bunch of stories <laughs> that I was going to bring up. more that may come out in future episodes. I will say this. Going back to Chicago of your graduation. Um, first of all, that trip. This is backtracking to him in the Navy. That trip was probably the most... That, I, that was the time I spent your dad. I spent. I was you. It was no. It was me, your dad, your mom, and Sparky. Which in a to van me together. is weird enough in itself. So weird. Like my dad and my mom <laughs> being in a car that long for each other. Because our parents were married at that time. So yeah, obviously my exactly. dad didn't give a shit. But you know. But yeah, I mean, it wasn't like that because there wasn't any sort of a. You know, my dad was marrying. Yeah, you know, for sure. It, but, but uh, just quick, the reason why was because I only had so many tickets and only so many people could come. That's right. Yes, I remember so, that. And, and I was able to come. Yep. Yeah, and I yep. definitely wanted y'all to come. So Yeah, so we went, and this is going, just, there's a point to this. This is a very funny point to this. So obviously your dad is going crazy. <laughs> like, he's fucking funny as shit, Terry. Uh, my sorry for the cussing, the but like, you're, you are freaking that's, hilarious. That's where I got my cousin from. <laughs> <laughs> he's about me, like, like smashing girls and trying to shoot on, trying to shoot on for a fits and like oh my god dude that sounds so much like my dad I wish I could have been on that job like nah I was in fucking boot camp like waiting to get the fuck out of there like in tears in tears but the best first of all it took us 22 hours to get there because of your mom because her bladder is fucking ridiculous <laughs> and we stopped I felt like it was every other exit we stopped to use the bathroom and shout out to Tammy, I love you to death. But I remember when we were in one of the stops. Not not that story. This is a different story before okay, that. Okay. We were in Illinois. Okay. So we went to one of the stops. I don't know if you know this or not. There was a map of Illinois. And of course, she asked, it was like, well, where's Illinois? <laughs> Oh my god, dude! That is and she's so my looking mom, at the map like, of Illinois. Is like, my that. mom is like the definition of that person. That is like she would do absolutely anything for anybody. Like huge heart. She loves people, you know, but she just ditzy, moments. just like straight up ditzy. Just like, like I love you to death, mom. Like you're the best, but even you have to admit it. She was just like, where's Illinois? I was like, what? Yeah. It was like, Chicago's right there. We're in Illinois. Yeah. She was like, oh. Anyways, you know, how much time do we have? I don't know. I just, just want to say it. Uh, well, you, well, finish what you got to say, but there is something that I do want both of us to talk on, and that's um, us living in like an interracial, you know, like in how close our, you know, because oh, like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. there was plenty of times where I had like, you know, how I feel and have felt, you know, about your dad in our situation and stuff like that yes so. let's definitely talk about that for sure but okay. to finish that story up anyways we went to your graduation it was an amazing ceremony cool but of course 
the guy person on the intercom was, was or whatever was like, <laughs> if you're a veteran. Yeah, dude. Oh my god. I wish I could have seen this. <laughs> if you were a veteran to stand up and salute, I guess. Yeah, so basically they come up and they're like, uh, at this time we would like all all veterans uh to please rise, you know, yes, and that salute. Was it. That was it. Uh the for the uh, national anthem. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And, and your so mother. my mom gets up, and and I I didn't see this. I wish that I would have, which I couldn't see all in the crowd. But also, apparently, my mom had no clue where, uh, where I you was. Were. She thought you did because she was taking she massive did. amounts of pictures of a different division different that I was guy. not in. Different yeah. white guy. We all look the same. So. When he announced that the veterans rise, your mom, with the most insane confidence stood up and saluted and it was like I, the proudest moment of her life and she was I, so wrong in doing it i looked over and was just like <laughs> when did you serve because <laughs> sparky because sparky got up because my brother served he was in the army uh, or our brother served yes he was in the army but um yeah so just real quick so yeah. i want to know because we've kind of talked about this before avery did a video a long time ago about like what it's like living in uh for those of you who don't know just real quick uh our parents are no longer together they've been divorced they, for three s- four years several years no it's Five. been more than that okay oh yeah that's right because yeah because we we they were so probably here. six yeah. years yeah um but they were together for like all together including marriage and everything probably like 20 plus years yeah yeah um so what was it like for you being because I can't speak for you, but for you being an African-American or a black male, um, having, you know, obviously we know what it's like when we introduce our friends because, you know, we're, you know, like you're, you're just as close to me, if not closer, you know, on on some levels than my actual blood. Right. Uh, You know, it's, I made a really sappy post for your birthday this year, but it, my favorite thing about it was that I, I, that blood couldn't make us any closer. Mm You know, and I believe that 100. percent Like yeah. I, I feel like we're more blood, you know, yeah, in yeah. an instance than a lot actual of blood brothers. than actual blood brothers. Yeah. But anyway, so what was it like for you? Like I don't know if you ever really had any experiences where it was weird for you, or mm-hmm. if it was, you know, how was that for you growing up? I mean, I know that obviously you know your dad was with another white woman first, yeah. Uh, but yeah. How do you now. feel like it affected you? Like, how do you feel like this is this is my time to where Daniel White gets interviewed? Yeah, yeah for sure. I, I definitely want you to ask questions. Ask, ask them all. But um, you know what? It was very weird at first because obviously I was mostly with my mom. You know, yeah. You know, all family is black, and she was also married to a black guy as well. So before, and I was so young, you know, and that's all I saw. And then I met. I think I met her. I think. Yeah, your mom was uh, the first one I ever met because obviously because of the apartment and stuff like yeah, that. Um, and it was it was weird at first. I think I think I was uh, I was super young back then to really say anything about it. But I know at one point my dad said that he likes to tell this story all the time. But I was like, you know, why are you with the white woman at like Pizza Hut one time? <laughs> I believe that. Yeah. But I mean, and, and I mean, legitimately, it's worth a, a you know. Yeah, uh, I don't think you were necessarily wrong. It's a valid that. question, you know. If I'm not used <laughs> to seeing that, because up to that point, yeah, you weren't used. To I was just like seeing that, like so. my mom with black guys, and like, I was around with black people, you know, you know, doing my thing back then. But honestly, it was not weird for me. You know, I I think I was so young to where I adapted to it very easily that it wasn't really strange. And so it's kind of the same for you. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, and 
I, I think it's cool. You know, I think it makes me my life. My life is a little different than a lot of people's. Yeah. You know, because I think I don't think a lot of people I know grew up in a you know household like that. Yeah. You know where I had the black. You know, my mom was you know black like love or whatever, and then my dad was interracial, and then I mm-hmm. kind of see both sides. Like I, was, I think it's made me kind of you know had an advantage over a lot of other people dude i i mean i 100 percent agree i yeah. mean i feel like you know again not to sit here and say like i think we're the best people but yeah. you know i feel like if more people could have went through what we went through yeah. and at the time from an outsider's perspective and they're like oh his family separated like he's got to go through all this yeah you know like it can look bad especially since the general perception for you know most of time has been like you know, marriage is where it's at, and you shouldn't get divorced. And right. if you do, it's like right. so terrible. Right. Um. But yeah, I mean, I don't. It didn't really affect me either. Now, let me ask you this, because this didn't happen to me, and it has happened to me several times. Mm-hmm. Um. And from from different races. Okay. Did you ever like when we were ever out anywhere, like in a public place? Like, did you do you recall ever like getting certain looks or? No, I never had anybody like shout out anything that I know of. Yeah. But I do know that there's several times where like I do specifically remember, you know, like very like. I mean, I'm you know how I am. I pay attention to shit all the time, like and and pay attention to my surroundings and see shit that a lot of times people don't necessarily pay attention to. Right. But um, I know it definitely happened to me, and I mean, and it wasn't so much just like a like what the fuck are you doing, you know? Yeah, it's more like a yeah. I mean, and this it was from like I said. I mean, it was from you know black white you know yeah, hispanic it was sure. you know it was everybody would just kind of like kind of side eye you like yeah and it. i mean and there were times where i took it as like like what the fuck are you looking at you know like we're right. a normal family yeah, you know this is not odd to me yeah but there was also times where i'm like maybe it's odd for them because they didn't like as i got older and the more and more i thought about it like for us i, I love the fact that for us it wasn't so weird yeah because we grew up with it we were raised into it you mm-hmm. know like and i'm incredibly thankful for that yeah, like i would never change anything <clears throat> about it yeah um but there are a lot of people who aren't that way yeah for sure which for is sure. also one of the biggest reasons why i mean with how we could go down that road but with racism or religion or anything is that when, when people don't venture out from for so long i mean for like decades and decades it was just like you only believe what your parents make you believe, yeah. you know, yeah. and tell you to believe. Yeah. This is nothing against, you know, my parents, you know, anybody's parents out there, but the same thing happened with them. Like they didn't have that ability to, or they, they could have if they wanted to, you know, it's easier for us now because of the technology age and you can literally look up anything you want within five seconds. Mm-hmm. But as I've gotten older, like I, I think about, like I, I can't necessarily like have any sort of bad feeling towards somebody that did look like that, like right. look at us at us like that at that time. They weren't used to it. Yeah, because I mean, this is like the '90s, you know. I That's mean, what, when exactly. things were still, yeah. you know. So it was, I don't know. Like at the time, like it, it pissed me off. Yeah, you know, because I would have done anything for y'all. I think uh, I was, for my family in general, but and now that and as getting older, it was just kind of like you know, it, I it makes me feel for them, mm-hmm. you know, because like you said, I mean, I wish that if more people could have lived the way that we lived and got to experience it, you yeah. know, from an early on age, yeah. then it makes you not 
have that, you know, like, and, and also props to our families and yeah. our parents because Absolutely. our parents didn't, you know, like, and it actually changed, you know, change people. Yeah. I mean, I'll be I the first to admit that like my dad was one of those people. Yeah. I, I remember that. I, remember I mean, my, that my dad didn't agree with it. You know, he's always been not like hardcore Christian, you know, but he's been That's religious. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, he just never, you know, like most Southern white people, you know, that are older, you know, that it was taught unto them and then they taught it to their kids and so on and so forth. You know, that that's not right. It's not supposed to be that way. God yeah. says it's not supposed to be that way. Right. But that's a big eye roll right there. Yeah. That's huge a eye roll. A different subject though. Yeah. That's a whole nother subject. Um, but. but honestly, no, I think when I went to, I felt some discomfort when I went to Hickory to like her side, your mom's side of the family. We went to You're like. You're not the only one. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I felt discomfort. Yeah, I was, you know, it, 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 it would just be some little tension there when I was young. I kind of felt it in the air, but I was over time. It was so calm. I just, it, it, they were yeah. really nice to me. So you know what I'm saying. But um, when I was younger, no, I don't remember getting any looks like that. Honestly, I wasn't. Also, wasn't looking for it. Yeah. You know, I was just probably minding my own business. So. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't necessarily looking for it, but I would just pay attention to it. Yeah, but you were also older. Like, I, I mean, mean, I was... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and a lot of that, too, comes from just, like, when I used to fight all the time when I was younger. Yeah. Like, it was just, you know, what, somebody's looking at me wrong? Like, you know, what's up? like, yeah. I mean, so, yeah. it's not like I just went around beating people's, you know, yeah. asses or getting my ass beat. I mean, <laughs> no. trust me, I've lost some fights. <laughs> yeah. But it was, you know, people who deserved it. Right, right. Um, but, yeah, I forgot where I was going with that, but... um. Yeah, I never, I mean, to me, it was, I don't know. I'm glad that you didn't. Yeah. Because uh, I've always been, you know, again, not to be sappy, but like I've always, I felt, I've always felt protective over you, you know, as I'm sure both of my older brothers probably do me. Absolutely. Um, me probably more so with you just because we've spent more time around each other. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, there's been instances where people have said the wrong shit and. Oh yeah. You were <laughs> and I'm like, all, it's like, excuse me? Yeah. yeah, you ain't fucking with Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But, but yeah, and, when, and sort of to go with that real quick too, um, before you know, either we finish or get on another subject. Yeah. Um, it, one of the things that I've always admired so much, I admire a shit ton about your father. Uh, you know, yes. I haven't talked to him in a long time, and he is a different person. Yes. You know, I mean, he's he's a very interesting person, and in the way that he likes things, and the way that he is. Yes, I will admit that. Yes, um, absolutely. But he's never really like afraid, or if he is, he doesn't really show it. Yeah. You know, especially not with him being, but he did it in the right ways. Like he could show these people and change these people's minds. Like when he went to Hickory, yeah. That like, I'm not this person that you think I am. Yeah. You know, like just because the color, the color of my skin, you know, like you shouldn't put me in the same group as people that have done stupid shit that yeah. are the same color as Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Because it's not fair. Like I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't do that for any race, you know, like, Oh, you're just guilty by association just because of color of your skin. Right. You know, like, to me, stupid is stupid. Yeah. You know, you do stupid shit. You know, you act a certain way. Then I don't care what color you are. You, no. You're just, you know, you're you're, you're just a, either a piece of shit person or a shitty person in my book. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> but yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there because I think that's also had a major influence on on you and who you've become. 
even though your dad's like a quiet person and he doesn't necessarily talk about his feelings he doesn't talk about you know who he is necessarily right Right. um but i mean your dad's like straight up stood up for me like i remember when we went to there was a place called i don't know what it's called now but when we used to go a lot it was called the grill grill yeah in high point yeah and uh i remember of course i think i was kind of running my mouth but um (laughs) We knew the people there. Like, we knew one of the ladies that owned the place at the time. And so the big bouncer dude, like, comes up, and he's like, you can't be in here. And I'm like, no, like, you know, we've already talked to whoever about it. It's cool. Right. And I'm probably, like, 19, 20 at the time, you know. And uh, I think it was, like, after a certain time, you had to be 21. Mm -hmm. And uh, the dude's like, nah, like, you know, what the fuck did I say? You know, blah, 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 this big white guy, you know. And, um... And I get that he was just trying to do his job. Well, like, I wasn't scared of him. You know, I don't give a fuck how big you are. I mean, if I get my ass beat, I just get my ass beat. But right. I'm not going to just, you know, just because you're bigger than me, I'm not going to back down to it. But uh, so, like, I go to stand up. And before I could even blink, and for anybody, a lot of people probably have not spent a lot of time around Daniel's dad. Yeah, Daniel's very- dad is one of the most, like, reserved, kept to people. Mm-hmm. Like, non-confrontational, like super nice guy though i mean and incredibly uh polite and respectful mm-hmm. so that kind of person and before i can even get up like herb is up and in front of him and in between me and this guy and looks at him as calm as can be and says you don't want to do that yeah and i'm sitting there like oh my god it's gonna be somebody's ass what the fuck like i'm freaking out like this is the coolest shit i've ever seen in my life like because this is a calm, like, because them are the ones you don't want to fuck with. Yeah, like, right. you know, because they're not out to just, you know, because they hated their mom, you know, and they had a bad childhood, and that's why they want to beat everybody up all the time. Yeah. Like, those are the ones that it's like, you don't, you don't, you don't want to do this. I'm warning you. Yeah. You don't want to do it. And, dude, oh, my God. Like, I was freaking, like, I was just like, holy <laughs> shit. Like, it's about to go down. <laughs> Oh, dude, it was so awesome. Yes, my dad is, uh, yeah, he is a different person. I would love to get him on a show one day to talk about stuff, but we'll see if that ever That happens. would be really cool. I would be just very interested to see if he would do it just to, if he would be willing to talk about stuff. Yeah, 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 I would love that. He, I mean, when I do talk to my dad, I mean, like, he, I mean, he has cool stories, you know? Oh, yeah, he and definitely he just, does. He's told me several stories. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but, like, as far as him opening up, like, personally about him right yeah that's we'll we'll we'll, that's a which i mean and from my you know for everybody out there hopefully some of this has been entertaining and fun but the goal of this show is it's going to be more i from what i gather is more of just like everything yeah it's not like a serious thing it's the thing where there'll be some serious moments serious but but i think people i think the everyday person not saying that you're not you're more the everyday person to me yeah you're just you know i think everyone has crazy outlooks on life and cool outlooks on life that they deserve to you know yeah have a platform you know people have their views on different things and i think everyone's very important so that's we could talk about like new shit movies 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 music music, albums we travel a lot travel and and like you know what i'm saying like you know what i'm saying so that's why it's a variety show i think everyone i don't talk about anything on the show i don't care about time limit we just don't talk damn right i'm making this show is mine i make it for me i don't make it for people (laughs) to like my show i make it because i like i'm around but i think that's what's ultimately hopefully gonna make everybody like it right is because you have a very infectious personality and and you're funny as shit 
and with our powers combined, we are just some goofy motherfuckers. Damn right. But yo, yeah, we'll wrap it up there. That was good. That was uh, that was a, a very over a, a very brief overview of kind of who you are. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's a lot more and a lot well, more to we'll, us. You yeah. know, that eventually, I'm That's sure. That's what we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about at some point. Specific topics. Yeah. Going forth with maybe other people that we know as well who's going through similar issues, but and that, that's that's episode one. Yeah, yeah. The life and times of Dusty May. Of Dusty May. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to us on. I don't right as of right now. I'm not on anything right now, but hopefully I'll be on <laughs> Spotify. <laughs> Daniel will definitely have. Some oh yeah, I'll there. definitely have it out. This, Look, I'm just yeah. here for the fun. This is yes. all Daniel. This is all his creative work and yes. his creative mind. And this is he's a genius, and I couldn't be more proud of him. Thank you. I love so, you. I fucking hate I you. I love you whatever. so much. You suck. I hate you. Well, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> peace out. Adios.